Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit PlanetBroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Mason. I'm here, I'm back. Is it good to be here and back? Yes. Good. Feeling good? Feeling tip-top? Yeah, pretty good. Okay, good. I see you're drinking a Coke. You're back on that train? Correct. You're a moron. You mean I'm immortal? Yeah, I will never die. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's, I meant you're exactly, immortal. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I misspoke. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. See, what's happened here is mm. that I have no object permanence. Yeah. And I was in severe medical grade pain a couple of weeks ago yeah. but that's gone but now you're not and so and you can't mm. remember it so yeah it may as well not exist it's like you've given birth mason that's it's exactly right. like that isn't exactly. it exactly you're like a baby and the parent puts their hand over their face and the baby thinks they're gone correct yeah but in this case the parent is the kidney stone and you're an idiot <laughs> All of those things are correct. I was going to say it was a very tortured metaphor. Then you got back to the crux of it, which is that I'm an idiot. And I'm like, no, that we're back on track. Right. Uh, there was a s- sort of Incredibles trailer this week. Yeah. It debuted at the Winter Olympics, which you've been... Competing ignoring. at, correct. Okay. Yep. How'd you go? Good. Uh, the luge. I did the luge. Did the luge. Did you yep. win? Yep. How many gold medals? Two gold medals. In the luge. Yeah. Different events? No, well, no, you were so good. The same they event. They'd... Oh, because one of your team members died, so you got his medal. Well, I took yeah, and so I took both places in the in the, in the what I assume is a, some sort of sled. <laughs> okay, yes, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just they just put me in. <laughs> yeah, they right. just put me in, and I win it. And yeah, and I'm then I'm there. Do you go forwards or backwards when you do? Which way do you face? Whichever it doesn't matter. Do you go on your I stomach? Flip, I, no, I stomach flip midway. Back. I flip midway. So I started. Actually, I I did see you surf at one point. Yeah, as that's well. right. <laughs> Just have fun with it, you know? You've got to have fun a, with it. Otherwise, what are you doing? Medals. Exactly. What are you doing there? Did you hear about the... I can't remember what sport it was, but apparently some guy just... like an, One of the competitors was like, was like a 19-year-old, and he just had a Netflix binge the previous night, and he just got up late, and he just went in and he won. <laughs> so... <laughs> well, because he was this, chill. This, this funny little skit we did was in, inspired by true events. Fantastic. No, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear anything. Okay, because you're not paying attention Absolutely to it? Absolutely not. No, I mean, I good on him. It's incredible, but, but I'm not. Yeah. I didn't watch the last Olympics, like the regular Olympics. Mm-hmm. So The better yeah. Olympics. You can call it that. No, I, I actually... These events do fascinate me, but uh-huh. I just haven't been watching it. Right. Mostly because this TV isn't plugged in. I like anything. to think of them as Olympics and yeah. Olympics nights. And what do you think of Commonwealth Games? You know, like Games? Baywatch and yeah. Baywatch nights. Olympic snow. Yes, exactly. Yeah. What about Commonwealth Games? Um, you know, it's like the Olympics. Oh, that's like, like Bondi's vet. We've got a chance to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Great. 
All right. Anyway, Incredibles two. Wait, what was it? What's the Australian version of Baywatch? What would that be? It's Baywatch Australia. That. Well, oh yeah, there was one, wasn't there? For like <laughs> one episode. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Water rats. I was going to say water rats. <laughs> yeah, but it's not real. It's probably more Home and Away. Yeah. Uh-huh. But that's not as sexy as Baywatch, was it? No. Is it? It's still going. Charlie Clawson recently left. Home Baywatch and Away. Watch Home and Away. Okay. Home and away. Baywatch is done. <laughs> okay. It's over. Uh-huh. Uh What do we got here? Yeah. So, so the Incredible Two's, tra- two's trailer. Incredible twos. Uh, what did you think of it? Looked pretty good. I agree. I liked how they've updated. The designs are similar. Yes, but they've technology has moved forward. Yeah, and they've they've moved it along. They've, but everybody's got a little better texture. I see. Sometimes they take it too far. Yeah. Like if you look at like Ice Age One, which I have been watching because yeah. my son loves it, and the latest one, he can say Ice Age. He can say he can Ice demand Age. Ice Age. He can I've demand seen him Ice do it. Age. Yeah, uh, and like some of the textures, it's too much. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. But this is, I think, it's a good. Because a lot of the design is very crisp, very clear, simple silhouettes. Like yes. you can you can pick out Mr. Incredible from just his shape. You know what yep. I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've kept a lot of that is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Plot-wise, it seems a bit similar. I did think that. Like yeah. somebody getting... Well, I mean, it's more about getting superheroes back into the spotlight. Uh-huh. But do you think there's a sinister goal? Oh, for sure. Something's afoot? Yes. What do you think is afoot? I reckon he's like Syndrome's dad or something. Oh, Syndrome's Or dad. Syndrome's kid. Syndrome's kid. It's Syndrome's brother. Because this movie picks up directly after the original one. Yeah, do you right. remember the original one? It ends with The Underminer. It, that's right, yeah. This is one of my favourite Pixar films. Same. If, and, I don't, and it's not just because of the superhero stuff. I think it's... For me, it's just because of the superhero <laughs> stuff. Because yeah. it's the superhero stuff and... It's the sad stuff. There's less sad there stuff. There is though. less sad there's, stuff, there's, yeah. It, I, yeah... Again, I'm not I'm not on board with Disney stuff and sadness generally. Yeah, right. You notice it's now Disney and Pixar. Have they separated as companies? What's no, going no, on they've there? always been. Well, not always, but they they are separate divisions. Okay, right. Yeah. Hmm. So, but but they are still they are they are owned by Disney. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the, all the cast all the cast seem to be back. All the you know the mm-hmm. ones that are alive. I'm trying to think if any of them are dead. No, I can't. Don't, I can't. Don't think so. Mm. But uh, Samuel L. Jackson's dead. They've just what? they've just recreated all his dialogue by they taking could. samples from all his other sure movies. I'm sure they could. Yeah. But no, this is the, the one. This one's just about snakes on a plane. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm very excited. What's going on there. But this is also the one that I've wanted to see a sequel for. Like I saw Monsters University. Mm. It's fine. Yeah. How did they crank out two Cars sequels? Yeah. In, exactly. In and I, planes. Yeah, that's true. Which is technically a side. I guess because or something. There's less car, cars is cars. It's just it's cars a it's a, cars, it's a yes. novelty movie than more yeah, right. than it is. Is that fair to say? I, th- I think it, cars probably shifts a lot of merch. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, but also like Finding Dory took like 14 years or whatever it did to yeah, and that's a really good sequel. No, but uh, there's been a bunch of Toy Stories obviously, and they're all very mm-hmm. good. I think this is going to be great. Same. I, that's Brad Bird, and some people say misstep in Tomorrowland. I say. It's got a lot of good ideas, but it's... <laughs> but who's it for? I think oh, we yeah, who's it, it for? Who's, yeah. who's it for? Yeah. But it's... It, it really if it is... Were kid, if it were for kids today, it would yeah. be about They should have put Jake Paul in it. Virtual reality something. <laughs> oh, like a Ready that. Player One situation, yeah. which uh-huh. we'll talk about. Mm. But no, I think... Because like what kid... Tomorrowland, what, what yeah. kid... Is is nostalgic for a past where there's jetpacks and ray guns. Yeah, and it's no the fifties sort yeah, of right. or no, whatever. No, nobody. Yeah, no I kid. liked it, but yeah, yeah, same. But I think also the casting's wrong. We've talked about this. George Clooney's great, but uh-huh. if you're going to cast George Clooney, maybe cast a kid that kids recognise, not the girl from Under the Dome. Yeah, and right. that, uh-huh. you know, and she was fine in yeah. it, but 
Logan, Logan Paul. Paul. Logan Paul, exactly. <laughs> so, but no, I think The Incredibles is one of the best comic book movies. Yeah, yeah. sure. And it's obviously the best Fantastic Four movie mm-hmm. by a long shot. But it just, it does so much with the tropes and mm-hmm. it plays with the idea of the golden age of superheroes yes. and, re- and retired superheroes and family life. And it's just, mm. it does a lot. And it's yes. really, and even little things like the no capes thing, just like little ideas like that. Yeah. It's just really solid. Mm-hmm. And I give it two incredible thumbs up. Those are in... <laughs> Actually, they're quite, they're kind of credible now that I look they're at them. They're very credible. They're very credible, yeah. yeah. What do you give it? Two credible thumbs up? Yeah, very credible thumbs up. Good, excellent. Well, you know, I'm going to give it one and a half credible thumbs up because if the plot's exactly the same... I don't think it will be. Okay, right. I think that'll be an element, but there'll be something that you won't expect. Do you think... Like a horrible death because it's... <laughs> oh, good. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Do you think the undermine is like done in five minutes? I, I think that's your Bond opening yeah, for sequence sure. uh-huh. kind of thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the way they used to kind of do it with Bond. Now, everybody's his brother or yeah. <laughs> whatever. Everybody's a specter of his past or something. Oh, maybe Bob Odenkirk's his brother. Could be. No, you'd know. He looks a lot like Bob Odenkirk, that guy, as well. Did you notice yeah, that? The I design's did, yeah. not dissimilar. Mm. Did you know Brad Bird does the voice of the, the fashion lady? I did know Edna that, yeah. Mole? Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh. I also like how Mr. Incredible's got, like, the receding hairline and the If you were going to challenge me there, you should have said, mm. who do you think does the voice of that character? And you couldn't have said Brad Bird? I might have known. We just said Brad Bird. Yeah, no, yeah. Anyway, we better move on. Okay. Looks good, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh... I hope Jack-Jack has even more powers. I think he has even more powers. He turns into a demon. He can bloody teleport and shit. He does it all. Laser eyes. Yeah, laser eyes. Uh, Kung Fury, you familiar with that? Yes, it's it's getting a sequel, right? It's getting a sequel. And somebody famous is in it? Schwarzenegger. Yes, Schwarzenegger is going to be in it. And also Michael Fassbender is going to be in it. And actually, as this was announced, then a whole lot of... Uh, these abuse details surfaced yeah. uh, at around the same time. So mm. I don't know. That sounded a lot more enthusiastic than I meant it to be. Oh, but I'm like, no. That was meant to be a result. Oh, your yeah. eyes were like, yeah. Like, that's how I took it. Oh, okay, right. But I think everybody else took it the other way. And just mm. to be clear, that's how you meant it? No. Okay, cool. I just, <laughs> just wanted to clear the air. Right. Yeah. This is why we need a video format, Mason. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about that, haven't we? Well, maybe we'll get there one day. Yeah. <laughs> no time soon. Don't hold your breath, Mason. <gasps> oh, no. Do you want me to just continue? <laughs> He's shrugging. Is he secretly breathing through his nose? He's not changing colour. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how this is going to end. I don't know how. I think he hasn't got that much in him because his eyes are bugging out of his head. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that ended primarily because I didn't have a funny way to end it. I was, I was trying to think of one, but then I realised that there was no oxygen going to my brain. <laughs> I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll come out of it with a funny, I'll say a funny little thing about holding my breath. Whatever, a funny little thing. And then my brain went, no, nah, you can't think of nothing, mate. Here's a te- you're dying. Here's a test you're for dying. people at home. Mm-hmm. Hold your breath yes. for as long as, see if you can think of something in the time that Mason held his breath for and think of a funny thing. If you could. But you have to think of it while you hold your breath. It can't right. be a thing you pre-thought of. Mm-hmm. And then tweet at Mason. If you could. Uh, yeah, Kung Fury though. It's David Sandberg directed the first. It's like, yep. have you seen it? It's like 30 yes. minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. It's is cool it for what it is. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I'm kind of like... Is this, is this gonna, a good idea? Is this going to work dragged out to two hours? <laughs> yeah. With Arnold Schwarzenegger in it? Yeah. In a major role or a cameo? I don't um, know. If it, I don't, I don't know. know, it says, know. Yeah. Well, it's the 80s or whatever. But yeah, I right. think this is also on the back of if Ready Player One does well. It's like people love the 80s. I yep. love. Let, let's just pack a thing with cool things from the 80s and nostalgia and things uh-huh. that people love and yep. whatever. I like this short. I haven't watched it since. It's, it's. 
I know there was some controversy with the Kickstarter and the where the money went and then there was right. more money or something. I don't know. I think it all worked out or maybe it didn't. I don't know. <laughs> you got a movie out of it, yeah. aren't you happy? This could very much be a Sky Captain situation where the guy who directed that short film then did the Jude Law one and nobody saw it. So I yeah, think right. it could be that or like, a, you know, or like a... Just sna- throw it in the, t- the Tomorrowland Sky <laughs> yeah. Captain pile. The yeah. yeah, exactly. Like it's something that I'm not sure this is, is going to translate. Is the era of this kind of thing over do you I think, think it might be remember when the, there was this and then there was like a video there was the Far Cry video game spin-off Blood Dragon oh which yeah was right. like set in an 80s future yeah, and it was very right. very self-referential and like you played as Michael Bean sort of or yeah whatever, exactly yeah. Uh-huh. Michael Bean's gonna be in this right is he still alive he's still alive okay then, yeah. then yes absolutely <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's always the test in Hollywood they're like is Michael Bean gonna be in this is he still alive? Still alive? Okay, yeah. All right, yeah. he can be in But this. no, he's not in it. <laughs> Generally, <laughs> they won't put him in a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? I mean... This is getting a theatrical release. This I is just a free so. I mean, with Fastbender, yeah, I guess. Mm. Yeah. It'd have to be. And it's, but it's gonna, that's going to be interesting because it's... Wait, is it going to be is it going to be Kung Fury 2 or is it going to be the original Kung Fury just expanded out? I think it's an actual sequel. Huh. Yeah, okay. so they'll probably get the first guy back. And, because it's going to be... A cinematic release of a sequel and the original one didn't. Yes. How do you think that's going to go? About as well as Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Terrific. <laughs> yeah. I don't, know. I don't see this doing super well. No. But I've Strange been things wrong. have happened. Yeah. Not really. I mean, probably. In the scheme of... like in People life, have been hit by yeah. lightning twice or whatever. That's true, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, what do you think about this, though? The new Ready Player <laughs> One trailer. Here's the thing. I quite like the look of it. I know you were, you were, you were bloody, you were, you were scoffing through the whole thing. I didn't I saw scoff, you. Mason. You scoffed. <laughs> you cringed and you scoffed. Yeah. Okay. Look, I what, scoffed you, a little. You know what I think they're gonna what? What I think for me is cringe. And again, I haven't read Ready Player One. Mm. I've read excerpts from it, and you loved it. I hated it. But what was cringy to me about the text that I've read of it is it's just long lists of. <laughs> pop culture references or whatever and internal dialogue where a dude just lists all the things he knows and in a movie there isn't enough room for that so they show it (laughs) yeah no but I mean I think there's gonna I think that it's a lot of that is gonna be sidelined yeah right and it's gonna it looks this this new trailer looks to me a lot more like a Maze Runner Hunger Games kind of situation there is definitely where it's definitely gonna be I think there's gonna be less time spent in this Oasis thing and more time spent in the real world boo probably maybe I don't I don't know I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about this I think it will be fine I think it'll be on par with a like a Hunger Games or a Speed Racer I think it'll be better than Speed Racer. Mm, okay, I haven't seen Speed Racer. Yeah. Uh, have you? Yes. Okay. Not all of it. I turned it off. Yes. It was boring. <laughs> so you haven't seen Speed Racer, <laughs> no, that's true, yeah. Some people love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as I said to you when the trailer finished, and I'm sure that'll... And you finished scoffing. And I finished scoffing. I, it's not the, I would love this to be good, because yeah. I want Spielberg to make a really great movie again, uh-huh. which I've talked about before, uh, especially when he's about to do Indiana Jones yes. again. But what I don't understand the rules of this stupid universe, and I'm sure it's outlined in the book. But from uh-huh. these trailers, and I'm sure it'll be outlined in the in the movie. But it just seems dumb. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, what, what I thought was interesting about this is, in some of it, in order to move from like one place to another, you just, in the in the Oasis universe, you just stand still in your little hut. Yeah. But in some in some sequences in this 
movie in the trailer, there are people running and their avatars are running yeah. in the Oasis when they're running in real life. I guess they're probably going to be like, let's run in real life and they'll take out <laughs> the head jack and then, oh, I see. Right, and right, then right. everybody's a master okay. chief or whatever. Look at, oh, actually, that's what I was going to say What if earlier? you hit a wall? Then you die. And then you die in real life. Oh, no. If no. you hit a wall... No, that's what I mean. If you hit a <laughs> you wall in real, real life, you, you die, die in real, real life. life. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what, that was what I was going to say in regard to I think the movie's going to be better than the book. American Psycho, the book. Wait, did you say that to me or did you say that on, on this show just now? Just now. Okay, I was going to say because I don't yeah. think... Yeah, you said... Okay. okay. Anyway, uh, American Psycho, the book, real boring. Right. Uh, and the the best part of that movie is they stripped away because it's just... It's chapter after chapter of him listing his workout regimen and his uh, like his skincare regimen and the clothes he picks out or whatever. Sounds great. And and in the movie, there's a little bit of that just to set the scene, and then they strip the rest of it out. But the the book is literally that for chapter after chapter after and then chapter. It's murders. And then there's a horrific murder, and then it's back are to the him murders, listing what he had for breakfast or whatever. Are the murders outlined the same way that his skincare regime is. Yeah. Is it like that? Yeah. Right, really. Yeah. So it's just really methodically listing the things that he does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A good book? No. Okay. <laughs> My favorite part of that movie is the um the business cards. Oh yeah, for sure. That's, <laughs> That's a great fantastic. scene. Yeah. But anyway, what I'm saying is as as much as American Psycho can yeah. relate to Ready Player One, I think that because there's not enough room to just list things and things and things, yeah. there might be a scene where he's like, I like th- th- these bands and this these movies. I think or there's going to be a lot of that. But I think there's going. I think there's like they'll be less get to a think. thing and they're like, how do we open this door? And he's like, well, if I remember, I think there's going to be. I couldn't even think of a reference <laughs> of, of anything of from anything. the past. That happens. Yeah. Because yeah. it was too many. Yeah. And also, I sometimes. You know, I went yeah. to the movie and I just saw a wall of people just running at each other, yeah. which is what that trailer was. I think there's going to be some snippets of that. Yeah. I think they're going to be aware that people find that irritating and they're going to be like, there's going to be a, mi- there's going to be a bit where he, you know, he knows that. This out, al- this band released this album, and that's how he gets through. But for the rest, it's just going to be running and people being like, "We've got to, we've got to start a revolution," you know? Yeah, it seems like Mendo's doing a lot of legwork in this as well, even though he's the big boss. Yeah, right. He's, like they, he's getting in there. He's, he's getting really in the in oasis. There, yeah. yeah, and uh-huh. like he's, you know, he's going into his trailer and he's the one with the gun at the front. I guess yeah. he's maybe he's also a man from the street, like Tice. I was going to say Ty Simpkins. That's not his name. Whoever this kid is, Cyclops. Yeah, right. I remember his name. Mm-hmm. He was an okay Cyclops, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah, I thought he was all right. Oh, I just don't remember him being Cyclops. He was Cyclops oh, okay, in great, X-Men great. Apocalypse. Okay, terrific. Mason, you know how that... Come with me and we'll see a world of pure imagination. Oh, that's right. It's, it, yeah, that? it does have another sad... It's got a sad, slow version of a classic song Correct, that we all remember. Mason. Okay, that's a reference well, that I get. Yeah, you get it. What about this? A Willy Wonka pre- uh, movie is in development. It looks to be a prequel... Uh, so it's not going to be... So it's where he gets his weird powers Where he from. gets his weird powers. Where he learns to do a forward roll. Yeah. <laughs> in high school. Yeah. At high school gym. But again, that breaks... that. The problem with a Willy Wonka sequel is prequel. that... Prequel, whatever. Sequel would be fine. Prequel. No, have you read Great Great Girl House Elevator? It's no, horrible. I never have. Anyway, not. sorry. But a pr- the problem with a prequel is that it, if you, it, that's going to result in people watching them in order. Mm-hmm. And then it ruins again. Gene Wilder's great forward ar- roll. Forward roll, exactly. Yeah. Arrival. But maybe you think he can't forward roll. But then he's he an forward old man. rolls. Then he forward rolls like a champion. Do you think? I think James Franco would have been a good one. Gene Wilder's still good, right? I mean, he's dead. He's but, dead. No, but I mean, <laughs> has his 
Has his persona been ruined? I don't think his public persona been ruined by Like Richard Pryor has been like, there's some horrible stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. Richard Pryor. But Jim Wilder seems like he was always a gentleman, which is good. Yeah, and like he would like get recognised as Willy Wonka, and he'd be like, hey, and he kind of like, oh, that's true, yeah, which is really cool. Anyway, the reason I think this might be actually good. Yes. What is the actual plot of this prequel? I don't know. He goes to the Oompa Loompa land or whatever and steals them. He probably steals them. (laughs) I mean, in the book, he, they live in this horrible jungle where there's monsters attacking them all the time Uh and they love chocolate or the cocoa plant, but there's none of it. And there's very little. How did they hear about it then? There's there's very little of it. Oh, I see. Right. And so he's like, if you come to my factory, you can eat as much as you want and just do whatever. And, I mean, you'll have to work, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but this is the director of the Paddington films. And I haven't seen two, uh-huh. but apparently it's really good. But Paddington is fantastic. Okay. And you should wa- absolutely watch it. It's All really right. fun. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, what do you think about a Willy Wonka prequel? Did you like the last one? Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? The no. reboot? No. Have you seen it? Yeah. We saw it together. No, we didn't. Did I we? saw it. It was one of my... Uh, well, I saw Date with Claire, actually. Oh, hello. Uh, oh, sealed the deal. Sealed the bloody... Wow. It definitely didn't seal the deal. This this terrible film. If <laughs> anything, <laughs> it set us back months. You watched you, you watched it. What happened is you watched it, and then you, you both. It was just an empty cinema in you two, and then you booked out the whole thing, and then you both like, and then the man, the Johnny Depp, Willy Wonka that you've hired emerges from the shadows with like a ring on a on a, on a velvet pillow, and you're like, get out of here, man, get out of here. It didn't work. They've made a terrible mistake. You know what? There's a few things that are interesting about that movie. Yes. they The little person that they hired to play every single Loompa Loompa oh, yep. got paid, apparently. I think it was Johnny Depp pushed for him to be play, paid for every role that he did. Oh, interesting. Because he's playing individual characters. Yeah, right. I remember hearing that. I don't know whether that's true. And also, they used the lyrics from the Roald Dahl from the actual book for the oh, songs. Right. And the songs are they racist? Are terrible. Oh. <laughs> they're not as far as I know, they're not racist, but they're not good. Okay, like yeah. they work as kind of like little rhymes in the book. Because that's a yeah. fun book if you've ever uh-huh. read it. But it there's a reason they rewrote those songs yeah. for mm-hmm. the original movie. Yeah. Okay. Which wasn't even supposed to be a proper movie. They did it to push out Wonka bars because they started making them. Is it that was a, true? Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a commercial, huh? And it ended up. I think, the, I think we only got Wonka chocolate bars like relatively recently, like ten um, years ago. Or unless something. they did it like in the seventies and they stopped. Then they stopped and yeah. it came back again. But right. they got recalled very quickly and because like, they had pieces happened. of plastic, yeah, pieces it. of plastic and human fingers in it and whatever. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, I just thought that'll that be was... interesting because what is interesting about the first Willy Wonka movie is that it's a horrible. Industrial Revolution era nightmare London. Yeah. And then... Or Eastern Europe or something. Yeah, wherever it is. And then you just go to this one magical place that is filled with all these wonders of the world. But that... A prequel would suggest that everywhere else in the world has these amazing wonders and... and Yeah, ...and amazing stuff. It's just Charlie and his family just happen to live in this one (laughs) just hellish smog-filled, like, (laughs) wasteland. Yeah, that's... Yeah, exactly. But it's... Well, that's also why that... Because the book is called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory uh-huh. and it's called... They changed the name of the first movie to Willy Wonka for that yeah. reason. Oh, uh-huh, right. And that's why the Burton one is like, I'm going to do it right. I'm going to call it Charlie. It uh-huh. sucks. Your movie sucks. It's <laughs> not good. Uh-huh. Uh, Transformers. Your fan? Oh, yeah. No. Wait. <laughs> See, that's a... That's a that's, you've, you've, you've loaded that question, okay. my friend. Toys. Your fan? I mean, I was. The new ones. 
No. The, my, I found one of my brother's ones the other day from the first movie. Again, actually loaded question. It's a jagged question. nightmare. Yeah. Actually loaded question because, again, some of the modern ones are very good. The mm. Masterpiece ones are very good. No, no, I'm talking about the ones that are based on the movie. Oh, no good. Because my brother's got, you know, the one that uh, Optimus Prime cuts the head off on the freeway? Oh, yeah. And my nephew gave it to me. He was like, can you transform this? Because they're really... It's really complicated for no reason, and it's like small and fiddly. So I transformed it into the truck, and he goes, "Can you make it the man?" And I did, and he's like, "What is that?" Because it just doesn't. <laughs> it's just like I don't even know. It just looks like a a weird like broken robot in a starfish that's position. That's perfect, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that that's literally only just occurred to me now what? that that is such a cheap way to design. Even the movie Transformers to be like, well, I don't even have to trans. I don't even have to look that much like man. It doesn't no, matter. No. Just have them make make them transform. You can transform from a plain or weird crabbed guy. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? Exactly. Mm. I mean, one of the selling points of the first Transformers movie, and I don't know whether this carries over to the other, probably, it's that they could actually transform. Like it uses real car parts and whatever. Yeah, right. And that's why they ended up going with that type of truck. We've talked about this before for Optimus yep. Prime. But as we've also mentioned, there's also a cube that's 100 feet tall <laughs> that goes to about it's big a enough. foot across. Yeah, exactly. A, a, a weedy little man can grab it and run through a, yeah. through a street. Anyway, this is all lead up to be saying that <laughs> yes. the Transformers movies are getting rebooted. They're getting right? a reboot. So after, after Bumblebee... Bumblebee I think Bumblebee should have been the jumping off point. Yeah. Because this seems like it could be a good one. Yes. So maybe this should have been maybe the Maybe it'll be break. a soft reboot. Yeah, yeah, potentially. But I think if they do reboot it, which they will. First of all. Because they've, they've said they're going to. Because they said they will. Uh, you've got to do the cl- more classic designs. Oh, yeah. Just throw sure. all of this stuff out that they've been doing. Yep. There's a lot of amazing technical achievements in terms of special effects. Yes. But a lot of the design is not good. Yes. And I don't think it's the, fo- the fault of the design people because oh. that's obviously what the what Michael, Michael Bay, Bay told them to do. Want them More to do. fire, he said. But I can't... If you put them in a row, yeah. a lot of the time I don't know who's who. Yes. And maybe that's also because... I, You're robot What racist. are their voices? Maybe I'm robot... Like, I don't know whose voices are whose. What yeah. are their personalities? Uh-huh. There's a green one and he's a samurai, but I don't know his name. Is it Blade or Buzzfeed? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's Buzzfeed, yeah. That's right. Yeah. He's always just spouting top 10 lists. Top 10 lists. And he's, telling everybody they're racist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's always the top 10 times you, just, you transform, but then you just couldn't even, you know? And it's just in gift form. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so th- this is what they're doing. And I think the other reason they're doing this is because Hasbro and whoever else owns this, mm. Universal, I guess. Paramount? Pa- is Paramount, it? yeah. The one that banned me. <laughs> um, How's that working out for you? I have a email back. But uh, they're doing, what was I going to say? They own Micronauts, G.I. Joe, GoBots. Yeah, right. A bunch of other shit that they should make this toy cinematic universe i'm against cinematic universes right. because literally none of them have worked except the mcu <laughs> yeah. but i think there is an opportunity even if you just did gi joe and transformers yeah right. i think that could be really good yeah but there's it, been some pretty good comic book gi yeah, joe v right. transformers because they were both run by they were both owned by marvel at one point yes. comic book wise and did and there's been a recent one i think idw comics recently did a massive crossover of all okay. their bizarre properties it was it was Transformers and G.I. Joe and like Rom Space Knight right, and a yeah. bunch of others. And they just who was Rom Space Knight with at the moment? He was all, uh, not Marvel anymore. He's not Marvel, yeah. That's no. what I thought, yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. No, I think, and also there's a, there are a lot of good Transformers comics in general yeah. now. Like All Hail Megatron, which is oh, it's probably a few years old now, but that's quite good. Uh-huh. And 
Didn't you say there was like two competing lines in the nineties? There was like a British Transformers comic and an American one. Or there something? was no. There was a. There was a. Um, there was the American one, which came out monthly. Yeah. And there was a British one, which was a big, a bigger format. It came out weekly. Which was and the that, mean one. The mean one. Because wasn't one like more death and destruction and smashing. And- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The British one where there was more death. Okay. But the 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 British one reprinted all the American stories, but because it came out every week. They needed more content, so they also had like a backup story, which was like British. Right. So they were more British. Okay. They were more British. Which is better? I think the British one was because there was just more stuff. More stuff. Yeah. yeah. More. And there was a, there was always a there was a letters column that was responded to by a transformer in character. Oh, very so it was good. Bla- it was I think it was Soundwave, and then it was Blaster, and then it was like Dreadwing or something like that. When do they get the time? I don't know. Soundwave's too busy being a weird satellite or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What happened to Megatron turned into Galvatron. Correct. And then he, in the last one, he was just Megatron again. Remember he had a big hole in his yeah, chest? Yeah, I remember. What happened to that? We, we'll never know. Yeah, I We're guess getting we <laughs> Exactly, yeah. I mean, not that any of these movies adhere to the previous continuity no. regardless. Mm. Anyway, uh, do you care? Uh, yeah, if they get it. Again, I will, if they just, all I want is a movie where Optimus Prime is the truck he was in the cartoon. That's all I yeah, want. Yeah. I will forgive <laughs> any other flaws in, because that's when Transformers 4 came out and he was briefly that truck. I'm like, oh, things are looking up for this universe. <laughs> this is going to be a pretty good one. And then I went probably 90 minutes of that movie going, this could be a good one. And then I'm like... it's a long time. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't. But it gave me a glimmer of hope. Just do that and I'll be, I'll be happy. Yeah, right. Mm. Okay. And put the trailer on. Why wouldn't you put the trailer on the back of that? That's the point of a truck. It's got more stuff in it's it. It keeps all his stuff in it. It's got his guns and shit yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Roller. His Roller. Mate. Yeah, his little mate. I remember. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, they're not. They're not good, and they should. They should do this. I had something else to say about that, but I can't remember. I think unless you can get a really good performance out of Peter Peter Carlin, yeah, get rid of him. And I hate wow. saying that, but what is he even doing in these movies anymore? Like it. It's just... But that's not his fault. No, you're right. Because he's just been given the worst dialogue <laughs> yeah. in the universe. He's got... He's been... Like... And again... And I mean, I guess maybe... Obviously, kids now don't remember the original cartoon and they don't, yeah. they don't have any nostalgic feeling for that voice particularly. But like... He was all... In the... In the cartoon he was all noble and yeah. in this one he's just running around screaming I'll kill everyone I'll kill all of you yeah. or whatever like but I think if you, maybe if you are rebooting it you maybe that's the way you might have to go yeah, anyway right. mm-hmm. then again yeah you're right uh, yeah if you just give him better dialogue Danny McBride right. what about Danny McBride why not he could be Starscream well a lot of people have uh, emailed in and suggested uh, Danny McBride as Lobo Oh yeah. Last week, DC, okay, D- yeah. DC were going to make that. a low. They they want to make their Deadpool competitor in the form of Lobo. Danny That's McBride. Not a bad idea. Size him like do it Lord of the Rings style. Yeah. With weird perspective tricks, so he looks really big. That's a good idea, isn't it? Though, and he could be fat and funny. They won't do it though. No, they won't. They'll do they something should. bad. <laughs> They'll make that Dundee movie that people want for some reason that won't be good. I think people have already forgotten about that. Oh, I can't never mind that. Yeah. Uh, Sicario 2, the director of that, apparently is going to be doing the Call of Duty movie. Okay, then. Uh, there's also been talk, and this wasn't when this was announced or revealed, but there's mm-hmm. going to do a Call of Duty cinematic universe. Stop <laughs> trying this. It doesn't... You can't force it. It doesn't work. Do you... I, I defy you. Like you, you won't be able to do this, but do you know anybody in Call of Duty? Do you know their names? No. Soap. I remember Soap. 
You're thinking of Lock, Stock and Two Smoking No, Rounds. no, there is a character called Soap. Oh, because he's like Sergeant Soap. Isn't, isn't he in know. Call of Duty 4? Uh, yeah. This is, the, is this going to be a modern warfare? Is it going to be a future warfare? Is it going to be a... I don't know. See, I also feel people might be like, well, this is the director of Sicario, and Sicario was very good. I enjoyed that mm. a lot. They and they saw it recently. It's really good. No, it's be... not. It's the director of Sicario 2. Oh, I haven't seen that. But No, it's not out yet. But okay, I think right. it looks good. Okay, hands. but if if people are like, well, this is going to break the video game curse. This will be a movie based on a video game that is good. Yeah. Even if that's true, it's just a it's a they're just war game. They're just war video games. Yes, I don't think that counts. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think technically it would count. So you're saying that would be like if that Need for Speed movie was good. It's yeah. Like, what does this have to it's do just, with? It's just, just cars. And Need for Speed was just driving around a track and. They should go back to that because all the Need for Speeds now are like open world. Just and they have a, plots, right? Yeah. Sort of? I had a, it was a Hot Pursuit or something on PS3, the last University uh-huh. Burnout did. It was really good. Okay. And now it's just, they're trying to make Fast and Furious microtransactions in, right. a, in a stupid map. Anyway, sorry, go So on. what I was going to say is if they, if, they want, if, this, if they want to officially break the video game movie curse, they're going to have to put soap in. Yes. They're going to have to put... All the characters we know and love from whatever the best Kevin college Space is. is in one of them, I oh, think. Oh, he is too. Kit Harrington's in one of them. Ooh. They're, the, they're the future ones or whatever. Yeah, right. Okay. Because if they don't... I think Titanfall would be a better choice. Well, they're not making that, are they? <laughs> no, they're not. So what other things you got that would be good? Uh, SOCOM. Oh, yeah. SOCOM. And again, it's the same though. It's like name anybody in SOCOM. Do they even have storylines? I can't remember. No. I haven't played one in a long Sally time. Sally SOCOM. Sally's. Oh, yeah. 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 The League. Yep. Yeah. They should do another Hitman movie. Just take another run at that. I don't think they should. <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> no. But the last one left it open to a sequel because at the very end, the, the last scene, mm-hmm. he beats whoever the bad guy is in that. Ed another Skirin. guy that looks exactly like him. <laughs> Yeah, and then the doors open, yeah. and there's a there's a clone of him standing there, and they draw guns, and then it ends. Nice, oh cliffhanger, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Get them. I was gonna say it's. I was gonna say those movies don't work, and nobody watches them because you can't relate to a, a weird looking pale bald guy. But then I'm like, I guess weird looking pale bald guys can relate yeah. to that character. And what's every Bruce Willis movie nowadays, or since he shaved his head? Just a or generic. Fast and the Furious. Yeah. And actually, they're very tan in Fast and Furious. It's a lot of tan bald guys. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Good point, Mason. Yeah. What are we talking about? Call of Duty. Jim Rash. He's a weird looking bald guy. That's true. Would you watch a Kid Man, but it's Jim Rash? Yes. <laughs> I would <too>. Absolutely, I would. <laughs> uh, anyway, don't He's do Dean it. Dean Hitman. Dean Hitman. Oh, I would definitely watch that. He's a Hitman by night, but he's also the Dean, dean of a community college. Love it. And it's just the Dean from community. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Uh, last bit of news. Brian Michael Bendis is to write a mystery X-Men movie that's currently titled 143 with director uh, Tim Miller. He directed the first Deadpool, but not the second one. And he's also working on the Terminator reboot, which could be good. Could be. He's, but he's also done like a lot of cutting edge, amazing special effects and right. that before mm-hmm. Deadpool. He's, I, I'd be very, I'm really interested to see what he does next because I think he... Could be this. Well, it could be this. <laughs> I mean, in terms of like whether it will be good. Because like, yeah, right, I think uh-huh. there's a very good chance that it will be. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rumour has it, though, that it's actually a Kitty Pride story. What does 143 stand for? 143 mm. refers to it. If you just wait a second, Mason, right, you just right. trip me up in the middle of my bloody... That was the plan, I'm doing yes. a podcast here, mate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, wait, is that what we're doing? <laughs> what is this? 
<laughs> I thought you cared about my opinions. <laughs> refers to uh, 143 refers to her first solo adventure. It's not, a, it's not an introduction, but first solo adventure where she faces a demon alone in the X Mansion, which sounds great. What does the 143 mean, though? It's the number. Of what? Demons. No, the comic. Oh, it's issue one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know whether it's uncanny or original or whatever. Right. Okay. Yeah. So this is some sleuthing people have done. Yeah. Wait. So that is that's complete speculation. No, I though. think it was. Or is it's that a rumor or something? I don't know. Okay, what do you right. want? I don't know. Well, what I'm saying is, if they said, "Oh, it's called one four three, and then people have done their original research and gone, "Okay, well, uncanny X Men one four three is a Kitty Pride solo story. Yeah, I think it was some. Yeah, it was something like that. Probably. Right. Okay. I don't know. Mm. But that to me sounds good, and. If this is true, mm-hmm. all of this, I like first Brian Michael Bendis. That's good. Yeah, uh-huh. Tim Miller's good. Kitty Pride. I like that character in the X Men. I don't know whether they'll bring back Alan Page, but they probably could, depending sure, on yeah. what's happening with this universe <laughs> and what's happening with Alan Page's yeah, career. Well, that's also yeah. But I think I, I want to yeah more weird X Men stuff. Yeah. Just which not, reminds me, run, I think Legion is coming forest. back. Yeah, which like is good. Two months or a month or something. Yeah, which yeah. is good because the, my assumption was going to be that... Uh, who bought... Wait, who bought Fox? Marvel, Nobody right? yet. Nobody it's yet, still okay. In the, my assumption was yeah. that... And I think a lot of people's assumption was that somebody was going to buy that and all the mm. existing Fox stuff, was yeah. X-Men stuff was going to get dumped. Well, so. they can't cancel anything yet because right. they don't own it. So I guess they're just still making this stuff until Disney grabs it and... Guts it. I don't know what they're going to do. But that's the yeah. thing. They could, though. They could. They? They yeah. Absolutely could. they got the money to do it. Yeah. And don't do that. Just and leave then, we to, then we're going to have to wait till Walt Disney's resurrected head dies again <laughs> before they change, management changes hands and they release it all. What's a life cycle of a defrosted human head? It's tough to say, isn't it? Yeah. Well, none of them have died yet, so. Mm. Okay. I guess we wait. Yeah. And we see. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this movie, though? I want to see what New Mutants is like first. Okay. Don't want to make any... I, don't, I think it doesn't matter whether that's good or bad for this. I think this is a good team. Right. It could be Kitty Pride's Logan. Maybe, yeah. Let's have your Patrick Stewart. Let me check. <clears throat> Logan. It's not bad. Not bad, it's like right? old, yeah. Like, yeah. like he's been punched in yeah, the yeah, chest. Yeah, that's right. Logan. That's good too, <laughs> Thank yeah. Thank you. Yeah, nice. Mine was different. Mine was more, cu- like, cu- come on. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, right, yeah. Right, right. We'll come back to that though. Okay, good. <laughs> another, another week. If people could suggest <laughs> scenarios for us, I think it'd be a good test for us and our incredible impressions. Yeah. Suggest scenarios in which Patrick Stewart as Professor X has <laughs> to use the, the word Logan and then we'll do our best impressions of yeah, that. If, somebody, if you could email in or tweet at us, yeah, definitely. that would be good. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You've probably heard this or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. 
NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of sh- mother Or <coughs> sales. I definitely prefer <coughs> don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is gonna be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't wanna be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effects. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 
100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Uh, Black Panther. Yeah. Huge opening weekend, it seems to be the case. Mm -hmm. Uh, On Friday, the ticket sales, that includes, this is just in the US, and this includes Thursday night previews, 76 million. So it's breaking records, Mason. It's one of the biggest openings of all time. For just Friday, it's 50 million, right? But if you look at comparisons, Batman v Superman did 53, Iron Man 3 did 53, The Dark Knight did 49, and Civil War did 48. So less than Captain America Civil War, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's looking looking at a $200 million weekend. Seems like a lot. Which is, a few weeks ago, it was something like 165, and it's, it's well exceeded that. Yeah, right. So we're going to do non-spoilers then spoilers as we do when we talk about a film unless it's really shit and then we just do, just all, just spoilers. do all spoilers. Yeah. But this isn't really shit. No, it's not. So nah, the, oh, it'll be time-coded if you want to skip anything. But if yeah. you, as I should say every time we do this, if you really don't want to know anything... Spoilers slip out from us all the time. Yeah, don't listen. We don't. Sometimes the, we get enthusiastic yeah. and we just say everything yeah. that happens. And there's some letters about it later. Mm-hmm. That I'm going to get to that might be some spoilers as well. So yeah. anyway, just so we up. both saw this twice. Yes, we saw a media screening. Correct, full of bored media uh, it people. It was the best media screening because it was like 10 a.m. on a Friday. It was so we, <laughs> it, it was just the best. Uh-huh. Like they didn't care. Nobody cared that we were there in terms of like the people running it. It was just sit the fuck down. Here's your movie. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Here's your stupid movie. Yeah, yeah. It's great. But then we later saw it independently. Yes. Because we're not joined at the hip. We can do anything we want. Wow. We have control of our own money. We don't like it, but... Yeah, that's (laughs) right. We share a bank account. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And a cinema chair. But we have have debit cards with each other's faces on them. That's right. (laughs) So we're always reminded of each other when we buy something. Mm. Uh, What do we got here? What do you think the story was, though? Ah, come on, mate. I'm just saying. I'm asking. All right. I'm curious. All right, hang on. Okay. So Wakanda is a a city of a hidden city in Africa. Yes. Full of the most wondrous technology in, in in the world. Yes. But then what happens? Uh, it's Civil War. Oh yeah, Civil War happened. So yep. it's set fairly closely after. Oh, the events that's of Civil right. War. Yeah, okay. So so T'Challa, mm. uh, son of T'Chaka, King T'Chaka, yes. has to return to Wakanda to Correct. be to be crowned as king. And he is or isn't. Well, I can't say without spoiling that, can I? No, but uh, he is. Oh, he is. Yeah. And then, but <laughs> then things happen. Then some stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, some some secrets from the past. Some oh. villains reappear from previous movies. Yes, there's a whole lot of jumping and kicks and some, kinetic energies. Ah, oh, some there's SUVs get chase. There's an F- SUV. Yeah, there's a weird rubbery robot arm. Ah, oh, so there's good. There's a train. Yep. Uh, there's a Phantom Menace esque final sequence. There is a bit, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, but better. Yep. Uh, yeah. So yeah, what what did you think of what did you think of it? You know, here's the thing. I watched it the first time. Yep. And I liked it. Yep. And it, I liked it, but I felt it was 
I had some issues with it. Yeah. And then I was like, but I, I, something was bugging me about it. Sure. Specifically, the, what I real, I went and watched it again and I realized that what I hated about this movie mm. was two thirds of the first 10 minutes. Two thirds of the, the first. The first ten minutes. Two thirds of that. Yeah, because it's sort of broken up into three sequences. Yeah, there's like a little intro to the universe, and, and, and then right. I thought that was very poor. Two thirds, but I thought it was very poorly handled. Yeah, and that bled through for me the entire viewing the first time. Okay, and then going back, I'm like, okay, well, factoring in that. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pre- close my eyes and hold my breath for for the first ten minutes, and then I'm just gonna watch the movie. And I'm be- bearing that in mind. What did I think of it? And I'm like, actually, I think this movie's great. So you're ignoring the bits that you didn't like. <laughs> it's I think good. The, the first the first ten minutes. I think was kind of poorly handled. Yeah, right. And look, like rushed. No, okay. So this movie begins with an opening narration, mm. like an animated opening narration. Yeah, which to me spoils the central conceit of the movie by telling it to us and not showing it to us. That is true. And I think yeah. by the time we got to the grand, like as 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 fans of the character. Or and, and you know who are aware of the character and its origin, and who have seen some spoilers and stuff in the trailer. Um, I knew where it was going to go, but I feel like if you had no idea how this movie was, like where this movie was going to go, you'd watch this, and by the time it got to the grand reveal of going to Wakanda and seeing it's this magical technological nation, that's already been spoiled yeah, for right. you. I think they do. I think they're really good at, at establishing the universe. Yeah, right. I, but I think they do over-explain a lot of it because yeah. there's the opening sequence, and then they show everything that they talked about, and then a new person rocks up to Wakanda and they explain it to them. Yeah, right. So I think there is too much of that when I think they kind of nailed it pretty early on. Yeah, right. And I think, yeah. and I understand why that is. Yeah. I think it, we'll get to it in spoilers, and I will, I'm going to tell you how I would have done. Oh, as, okay. as, a, as a man who's never made a movie, I will tell you how I would change that first 10 minutes. Yeah. But I think I understand why they had to do that. And I understand if, if you went into it in a different way, there might be more exposition that has to be done later on. Yeah. But once that 10 minutes was out of the way and I'm like, I'm going to see what, I'm not going to be concerned about what this movie isn't. I'm going to, I'm going to actually just dig into what this movie is. Yeah. I thought that it was actually really good. Okay. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it certainly wasn't up there with my favorite, but what I liked about it was the characters, the casting, the yep. world building, some of the special effects. Uh-huh. Uh, but there were some story elements, which I'll talk about in spoilers, which kind of weren't that compelling to me. And yep. some, some things centered around the Black Panther character themselves, yeah, right. which kind of lowered the stakes. For oh, when okay, that yeah, person for sure. was, right. in, was uh-huh. in danger, which yeah. which we'll talk about. But there's moments where you think where they they really feel in danger, but they're kind of uh-huh. then quickly kind of brushed aside. But the cast, though, yes, is really good. I think so, and everybody's too. really good in it. Any mm-hmm. standouts for you in particular? Uh, I think the villains were really good in this. Yeah, right. And initially, again, when I went through it the first time, I'm like, well, this is kind of a rehash of the classic Marvel vi- movie villain setup, where it's the hero versus a guy who's basically the hero yeah. in a slightly different coloured costume and yes. then they clash or whatever. There is certainly that. Yeah. But in this, as opposed to, say, Iron Man or Ant-Man, the villain in this 
actually has a way reason, better setup. way better yeah. motivation and totally. setup. Yeah. Whereas in the in Iron Man and Ant Man, it's just a guy who goes crazy for no reason. Yes. In Ant Man, he the villain goes crazy because he inhaled too many particles. <laughs> yes. That's literally his motivation for being an insane murderous lunatic. But in this, we have a character in Killmonger played yeah. by Michael B. Jordan, uh, who He's he's like the if we if I can compare it to another Marvel movie he's like the Vulture from Spider Man yeah. Homecoming in the sense of he's right on the knife edge of maybe he's right but then there's there's also things that he attempts to do that you're like oh no that's bad oh yeah for sure like <laughs> but like, yeah but his that, methodology yes, is flawed in, in, his, in achieving his goals yes but the way he wants the what the way he wants the world to be and the way he wants changes to be made you're like yeah he makes a really he makes, he makes a, a point, lot of but good his points. execution is again it's <laughs> what what I want yeah. in a villain is I want a villain who doesn't think they're a villain. They think what they're doing is the the best way to achieve yeah. their goals and to get in there and, yeah. and, and do that. And also, yes. Michael B. Jordan has joined what I like to consider the Marvel Chest Club, which is where he takes off his shirt in the movie and the entire audience goes... It's just a great exhale of breath <laughs> that happened in Thor Ragnarok. He's, well. way, he's way bigger than Black Manther. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Chad, know, Chadwick Boseman is... He's, very, he's big. You know, he's... Fit, he's beyond okay, any standards. Okay, look, and I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. You bringing up a picture of this? No, I'm bringing it? up the cast, the names of the cast members. Sure. Like uh, Shuri is his sister. Yep. A lot uh-huh. of fun, except yep. for one meme, which I did not See, enjoy. See, I didn't understand. I didn't get that that was a meme. Yeah. I've. It's since been explained to me what that joke. We'll get. To, we'll talk about it later. Talk about it. Yeah. But mm. I didn't think that was a meme. I just. That's just a thing people say sometimes. Okay. But now I know that it's a it's, it's a, a real meme, Mason. It's a Jake Paul joke. It's in, before in that. Way. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, it's right. before that. Okay. I've actually got a theory behind why they yeah. even put that in. Uh-huh. Also, speaking of villains, if we can go back to the villain yeah. well, also, in, in contrast to Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger, we also got Andy Serkis as... Claw, and he's just great. He's so great. I know. Yeah. Look, I know he is. I, and he is a cackling lunatic. He's a lunatic, and he is a murderous arms dealer who leaves death in his wake everywhere he goes, but he is so charming in and this. And very fun. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's just, having a great time. He's just, he's just a go with the flow kind of guy who's just rolling with it. Like, you lose an arm, you get another arm. <laughs> you, you're being chased by the heroes. Just put some music on, make it have a bit of a boogie. You get captured, just have some banter with the whatever. Yeah. Like, I I had this thought today. Yeah. And I know it's wrong, but I feel this is a safe space and I'm going to share it with you. Okay. So the Marvel cast in all the all the Marvel hero cast, they they're sort of quite well known for like their charitable doings and you see them at like, you know, you see them go to schools and whatever. Yeah. There's a very memorable video which I think you've seen which is uh, oh, the arm. The yeah, there's, arm, a, there's yeah. a kid, and he's there's a little boy. He's he's in hospital. I think he's lost his arm in an accident. And I think he might have been born without. Okay, but, anyway, but yeah. Robert Downey Jr. goes to the hospital in character as Tony Stark, and he brings like a Stark Industries flight flight case, mm. and he opens it up, and there's like a like a red and gold Iron Man themed prosthetic arm, and he gives it to the kid, and the kid the kid puts it on, and like he's trying to work the thing, and Robert Downey Jr. says, "Hey, listen." When I was inventing stuff, I failed a lot of times. But what I learned mm. is you just got to keep trying and like work hard. And that's and you got to promise me that you're going to keep trying and you're never going to give up, kind of thing. And it's really kind of moving and it's yeah. kind of nice. Mm. And I had the thought: I hope there's a real surge of Andy Circus 
being brought in to do this, like a lot of requests. In character. In character. So he goes to the hospital and they apply his neck tattoos. As ta- arms dealer. Yeah, they apply cool. his neck tattoos and they spray him with like a sheen of like sweat and grime. <laughs> and he puts his arm like in his safari shirt so you can't see it. And he goes in and he's like, hello, little girl. It's me, your hero. Ulysses Claw and she's like yay it's Claw and then he bring like like a couple of his boys come in with like a like a rusty like like a like a rusty like container from a freighter yeah it's just in an old oil drum yeah and they just just creak it open and it's like a weird rubbery monster hand it's just like hooray how good would that be now little girl you must promise me if anyone ever says that you can't do anything you put your mind to, you kill them. You kill them immediately without remorse. How good would that be? Incredible. Right? It won't happen. No, but for sure. Would... Be very offensive. Yeah. But he's very good in this he's movie, very good. I guess, is the point. Yes. I'm, I guess my only complaint is I could have seen a lot more of him. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, you know what else but that was really good? That's a movie, good? you need an A villain and a B villain. That's true. So. Uh, M'Baku. The leader of the the gorilla white gorilla tribe. Yes, I really enjoyed. Yeah, same. yeah. I didn't think that would be a character kind of of note going into this movie. Yeah, you see right. him in the trailer and you get glimpses of, uh-huh. of him, but he's a lot. He's also a lot of fun and terrifying in yep. moments. Uh-huh. Yeah, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. Mm. Uh, who else do we get? We uh, get he, Daniel Kaluuya as um uh, the the border tribe guy. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I liked him. He's good. He's always good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Nakia, his love interest. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there. Uh, Martin Freeman is good. There's yes. moments where I'm like, does he even really n- need to be in this film? Look, he needs to be there, and he needs to be uh, he needs to be helpful when it's required. Yes, that's and what then I mean. Get yeah. out of the way for the rest. Exactly. of Exactly. That's what I mean. I think they could have done, in particular. No, you know what? Except for he's because he has a bit of an action sequence. Yes, it's kind of pointless. Oh, it's not pointless. It serves a point. It serves yep. a point for the story, but it's not that engaging yeah right so they probably could have done something more exciting okay what about Chadwick Boseman as the Black Panther who we've not mentioned he's to me when I see him in an interview it's weird hearing him talk in his American accent yeah right first of all I thought he was British because (laughs) everybody's British yeah but no he's good he's really good what do Mm. you think he's good yeah Mm. and I think one thing that I one thing that I didn't in my first viewing this movie that I was kind of down on is I was like this movie feels very sincere and I felt he was a little bit stilted right. and in the watching of it again I'm like no this is there's some silly stuff in this I think that's I also that works for the character because I don't need another Iron Man yeah like another sure. quippy uh-huh. magic guy or whatever yeah right you know I think it's good to have that contrast yeah because yeah. mm-hmm. like. Captain America in moments is funny without being a funny yes, character. Yes, that's true. And I think that's what that could be applied to him. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of what I really liked in terms of the world building, uh-huh. it does a really good job of setting up Wakanda yes. and the different tribes and how everything works. Yes. And the society and yeah. the design oh, so good. and the costumes. Mm-hmm. And you get a really clear sense of the world, as, which I didn't think they did as much in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, right. And it okay. feels more like a real place until they do like a weird green screen. Yeah, right. Uh, uh-huh. But it, yeah, I thought that was... And even, like little things like the technology, there's a bit where there's a lot of granular technology. There is, that's where true. Where it's sort of holograms, it's like grains of vibranium, I assume. Like yeah. they ambush a truck early on and you see it in the little, there's a little granular table with little granular trucks and he picks one up and he swipes the roof off. And it's, yes, re- uh-huh. it's really interesting. It's not just... 
a holographic interface. Well, yeah. it is, but it's done. I think some. Better. I think some of it was great. Now, look, I think the I think the world itself, like Wakanda, looks great. Yeah, and I think all, especially all the costume designs and all that, is just amazing. Yeah, but I think some of the I think the technology. I don't know if they farmed it out to like different teams. Or some something. of it's not some good. Of, yeah, some of it was, like I think like there's little dragonfly copters that I yes, think look really right. good, and. I think for the most part, the Black Panther suit looks good, but I think some of the nanotech effects weren't all yeah, that great. I'd agree with that. Like he does his 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 new Black Panther boots. Mm. Like I think some of the nanotech effects don't look like anything is happening in the real world. It's more look like looks like a weird hologram. Than yeah, a, it's because it's, it's supposed to be a physical. Yeah, thing, it looks yeah. like they just did it in a computer. Like yeah. he puts on these new Black Panther nanotech boots, and they just sort of. There's, they, they they never give you any sense that they're they're real. Yeah, right. They're just he's not wearing them, and then all of a sudden there's a CGI flash and they're on, and it doesn't look that great. But there's also a bit at the end where uh, there's a battle and some guys grab some cloaks and they wrap it around and then just a rectangular shield. Just oh, I appears. like those. Did you not like those? No. I thought those were really good. I think I thought that was fun. It looked weird. Like I think there's a way to do that, and that just looked just a box. Just right, the holographic okay. box in front of them is just not. Okay. I think you could have done. I think you could have done better, but better. <laughs> I did enjoy that aspect of the. Yeah. No, it's saying I think it's, yeah. it's a good idea. The the execution is weird. Right. Okay. Yeah. But but most of it, then there's things like I like the bead technology. I don't know how any of it works. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Sometimes it can stop the engine of a car, or you can call somebody, or you can put someone in put one in someone's back and it heals their spine or whatever. Yeah. Right. But I liked that because like, if you gave an iPhone to someone who's never seen an iPhone, you'd be like, what is this? Yeah, that's true. So, it can do so many things yeah. in the one device. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you know what I did really like about this movie, though? What's that? The themes that it touches upon because it touches upon them as much as you kind of can in a movie like this. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people are saying, you know, it didn't go far enough. I think it does because uh-huh. of what type of movie it is. No Marvel movie has kind of delved into like immigration and aid and race relations and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, right. Not that it goes way into it or no. even fixes anything. No, for sure, yeah. But it talks about things that other movies like this don't talk yeah. about. And the fact that it talks that it goes into any depth at all. Yeah. And again, as two extremely white people from Australia, like the the, the fact that we enjoy I've traveled, that, just to be clear. Mm, all right. <laughs> but like imagine being I can't even imagine being black in America and being like this, here's a movie yeah. that with with a completely black cast yeah. and look at all the issues that it touches on. And, and if you love Martin Freeman, there's a little bonus for there's you There's a little as well. bit of bonus there, that's, that's right. That's the thing, like, I'm, I'm hearing the arguments like, who cares about this movie, it's not a big deal. If you want a black superhero, there was Blade, there was Hancock. Most of Blade is shit, and <laughs> the good parts of Blade is like 15 years old. Hancock is terrible. Yeah, right. Like, it's a bad film. Yeah. At best, it's an okay film. Yeah, right. Uh, I don't like this is a big deal to yeah, yeah. kids who who aren't rep, don't feel like they're represented in movies like this. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, like you're like, oh, I, I'm I'm black in America and I don't have a you know a, someone to look up to yeah. in these kind of movies. And for somebody to go, oh, watch Blade, that movie that came <laughs> exactly. out in 1998, exactly. Or whatever it was. And people are saying, well, you know, this has already been done. And it it sort of has been done, right? As in, there's the lead character was black in a movie that people that. Stopped like 15 years ago, I guess. Yeah, right. But not not to this extent. I mean, I can't... There's a, there's a whole lot of movies with an all-white cast and you just don't notice because that's just the way yeah, it right. is. 
And so why just can't there be something like this? Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's not ruining anything. There can be, there can be both. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, can, you can have this Black Panther movie and it's not going to ruin Superman for you. <laughs> you know what That's I mean? That's true, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. There can be... Nothing can ruin Superman. Yeah. But I think the idea of this movie, if this movie does well, which it's probably going to, then good. Let's just see more representation in films. Yeah. You know what they're going to... But I mean... Again, producers are going to take the wrong end of the stick and they're going to go, you know what made this movie $200 million in its opening weekend? Cat suits. Rhinos. <laughs> Giant rhinos. Oh, see, yeah, that, that's another CGI bit that I was like, ugh. And Again, maybe that, it's because it was daylight. Well, that worked most of the time. And when it was like a puppet, when you saw the puppet part, I'm like, that's quite realistic. I don't think any of it was a puppet. Really? Okay. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Okay, all right. I just... I remember when you see like Jurassic Park or maybe not the way that it looks now, but it didn't ever feel like a physical. Yeah. Because I guess because it's so bright. Yeah. uh Like it's Jurassic Park's a lot of that's in the dark, I guess. But no, I, and that's also what I liked about this, the color palette. They're moving away from gray drab Marvel movies, like between this and Guardians and Thor. Yeah, right. And I guess they are like different planets, different cultures. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. What else, Mason? Did you think it was funny? Uh, in parts? Yeah. yeah. I'm glad it wasn't super joke heavy, actually. I was kind of... Right. I was like, yeah, you can, you can do one that's not as jokey. There are, there are funny moments, but yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, what else was I going to say? You know what? I, I don't... The Black Panther himself, the, there's a bit too much CGI bounciness to that Oh, character. you think there's too much when he's leaping around in South yeah. Korea and et cetera. And, okay. and, and, the, and the last sequence. There is a lot. And, yeah, the, the, the final battle sequence, there is a bit of... Just falling through space, and, I th- and maybe it's because when I look at what they've done with Spider-Man now, yeah. the physics physics behind that have been worked out for like fifteen years. Yeah, you right. know what I mean, and mm-hmm. and it's it's perfect. Yeah, but I guess that this it's not quite there about how far he can jump and how strong he is, and yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, and he, and he's he's kind of weightless, but yeah, and also I, yeah, it's because, at times, yeah, yeah, because and I also think they it may be a case of like, well, he's got the new Black Panther suit. And it's got all sorts of tricks involving kinetic energy and whatever. Yeah. So if you just need him to do something, he can probably do it. Yeah. Which is not necessarily a great way to to build a you know that kind of character or that kind of battle suit or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Because it kind of it it kind of it makes it difficult to determine where where they where his weaknesses are and when he's really in trouble or not in trouble. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm. and most of the time he's not. He's in not trouble. in trouble. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Do you want to talk spoilers? Yes, let's talk spoilers. Yeah. I'm going to say best movie. Ever. I enjoyed this a lot. Yeah. I, for me, this is a little bit above like Ant Man, Doctor Strange. I think it's significant yeah. for me. It's if if I'd only watched this once, I might have said that. Yeah. But I think having watched it again. And gotten my issues out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's significantly better than those. Okay, fair enough. It's, yeah. I think I liked it more than Ragnarok, though. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. I have to think about it. All right. We should, we should do a list. I don't want to do that. I don't care. Not now. I'm not interested you know, in We should rank them before Infinity Ugh, War. All right. All right. Bearing in mind, I've just objected to ranking it. Let's rank them all. <laughs> Let's rank them all before Infinity War. You, you mentioned this. Spoilers. Yeah, we're You mentioned spoilers. this uh, directly uh, right after we finished. Yes. Uh, Killmonger's plan. Yes, there's a whole lot of steps in there which you said were unnecessary, and I agree with. And I thought about. It. I'm like, no, I kind of. Wait, did I say this? Yeah, because basically, Killmonger's plan is to get to Wakanda. Oh, I see. He right, could have right, just right. killed yeah. Andy Circus and brought Dragged him, him in. Right. Yeah. But I guess they wanted to. He wanted to 
bring Kill bring Andy Circus to light. So because he's a wanted Wakandan criminal, he yeah. killed a bunch of people from there. He stole a bunch of vibranium, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is all well, touched on in Age of Ultron. And yeah, I, guess, I guess if he and he, if he just killed him and went here, here you he go, then but, they would have been like, thanks, yeah. see you later. But by like Andy Circus turning up, Black Panther not getting him, then mm-hmm. failing in retrieving him, and then having to go back home and tell people that he didn't. He's, that he let him he, go. Yeah, in, in a way, Killmonger's already proven that he's better than Black Ooh. Panther in a way. He's like, you failed yeah. and I succeeded, yeah. so... So I guess from a from that perspective, I understand yeah, it. Yeah, right. But mm-hmm. at the time, I was like, oh, yeah, you could have just killed him and gone, he, I brought him uh-huh. to you. It's well, a shame that... it's Again, it's a shame that both of these characters are now dead. Yes. Uh, which is a mark of a good villain, I think. Yeah. If you're like, well, I wish we, we'd, we're gonna, I wish we'd seen more of these people and I yeah. wish we would, would see more. There's always a chance that Killmonger can come back as a spirit. Yeah, I right. Guess, or time travel or whatever. Yeah, I guess. Well, well, that's the thing. Anybody can come back at this point. Yeah, that's it. But, you know, because he's, he's from Wakanda and there's, you know, it's part of the spirit world. Yeah. Then I guess so. A lot of people are like, maybe Circus could come back. He got shot like three times yeah, in the chest dead. and probably in the head. Yeah, so probably. he's definitely dead. He's definitely dead. Unless but- they throw him in like... A, a vibranium cyclotron or whatever, and he comes back as the weird sound version of himself. Oh, yeah. I'll take that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But no, I think that is a Look at me. I'm so loud now. <laughs> My accent's getting worse. No, no, better. Thank you. Yeah, I, uh, I can't remember what I was going to say about that. I like that he had a sound cloud. Yes, I, I hope that deck. I hope somebody puts something together and puts it out there. I'm so sure somebody has, if Marvel haven't done it uh, themselves. Yeah, they, they mention in the film that Everett Ross is a pilot, was a pilot. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Which was obviously just so at the end he could have a little piloting moment. Yeah. Which is... Do you think they might bring him back for Captain Marvel? Like de-age, that's him, a, a really, de-age him a little yeah, bit that's a very... and then be like, hey, I mean, it's Cap- he and Captain Marvel know each other because they used to be in the Air but Force. But I guess also he's CIA, he's not S.H.I.E.L.D. But but yeah, you're right, Air Force. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah it's a very real possibility, Mason. be good. Yeah, but his action sequences. Martin Freeman, if you're listening, petition for that. You'll get another do. movie out You'll of it. You'll probably get another I one. mean, they've filmed it already, so probably <laughs> yeah. not, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say about Killmonger, I think it would have been interesting in, uh, what's it called? Avengers Infinity War. If he did live and Black Panther went to him and said, aliens are coming and we need everybody. Yeah, right. And you bring him out and he becomes like an anti-hero. But obviously they can't because he's dead. Or maybe there's a way around that, but I sure. think that, I think he was he's an interesting character. Thanos might be like, "Listen, mm. just to make this fair, <laughs> I'll bring back anybody you want. I'm th- I'm that good. Yeah. Just br- Red Skull. Oh no. no. <laughs> everybody pick two guys and I'll bring them back and then I'll fight them all. I'm just that good." Well, most people lived Quicksilver, I guess. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> And Andy Circus's yeah. arm. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what I was going to say about his, like the variation in his powers and, and him being vulnerable, there's yep. moments where, where he gets challenged for the black role of the Black Panther mantle and King. Yes. The first time he fights um, Baku. Yes. And you feel like he's got to get beaten, even though you know he's not going to get yeah, beaten. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. That was a really tense moment. Yeah, where and it looked great in the in yeah. my second viewing of that. I'm like, that is an. Inc- I don't know how much of that CG and how much is real or what are they, where yeah. they filmed it on location or whatever. But I'm like, that looks just amazing. It doesn't it? Doesn't it? And I like that was interesting to me. And then when he fights Eric Killmonger in the same situation, yep. also terrifying, and he gets thrown over the cliff or the waterfall and whatever. 
but then he comes back and they just give him his powers back and yeah, right. and he's and then he's fine again. Uh-huh. But I think it would have been more interesting if the final battle where he fights Eric Killmonger, who's a new Black Panther and he's got the herb, so he's super strong and he's got the suit. Yes. If the Black Panther T'Challa turns up and he's only got the suit. Oh, for sure. I yeah. mean, he would have been killed, sure. Yeah. But uh-huh. I guess there would have been stakes and not just he can fall 200 feet yeah. and then he's completely fine. That's true. I think, and, but, and again, the issue is always like if you, if you compare it to previous films, uh, then it would just be Shades of Iron Man again where he's got the old arc reactor. Yeah, right. And, yeah. He, just, and he has to fight Ironmonger with a new reactor or whatever. Sure, but I think at least, but I like that. Yeah, same. Oh, so if I can talk about the issues that I had with the first 10 minutes. Yeah, right. The problem I have with the first 10 minutes, do, do, you, remember, do you remember Dark City? The Alex Proyas film. Oh yeah, I remember Dark City. So, if you saw Dark City on DVD, uh-huh. the director's cut, what happens is the main character wakes up and spoilers for Dark City. And, and they're in a hotel room. He's in a hotel room, and there's like a dead body, and he doesn't know how he got there. And he goes on the and he leaves, and he goes on the run. And he's being pursued by mysterious men in trench coats. And he doesn't know what's happening, and then eventually he unfills the mystery, and this whole situation happens. But if you saw it at the cinema, it opens with. Just a title card that explains everything that's gonna it's happen. The twist, to me. Yeah. He ex- explains the twist, and it's like, oh, by the way, this happened and this happened, and the reason it's here is because and, blah, of the- blah, blah, yeah. and that I kind of feel happened with this first, yeah, right, ten minutes of Black Panther, where if you had, if you don't know anything about the comic book character, and you don't know, and all you, and you've maybe you've missed some of the trailers or whatever, which a lot of people do because they don't obsessively watch them on YouTube like we do. Um, <laughs> All you would have seen is a guy in Civil War who runs around in the bulletproof cat suit. Yes. And you don't know what his deal is. Yeah. Like maybe he Well, is... we didn't even know if he was superpowered before this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, for all we know, he's just the head of a third world country and he bought that suit from like the Tinkerer or whatever. Like yeah, that's right. his like you know, cause some like you know, like a third world country, they they live in poverty but they have fighter jets and he's got like a the king has like a gold AK-47 yeah. or whatever it, it could be like that and so you, you you'd go into this going like well what's the deal with this country but in the first five minutes they go oh by the way Wakanda has the most they just say Wakanda has the most amazing technology in the world and blah 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 yeah and then and then they show you us <laughs> yeah and then and then there's the bit in Oakland which is very good I thought yeah and that's the third that I liked and then they go then there's the action sequence where they basically just show he's indestructible, and by the and then they go to Wakanda, and by that point we already know there's a holographic landscape that covers Wakanda. Yeah, right. We already know whatever, and so when we go in, I'm like, well, I'm not, it looks great, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, right. What I think they should have done is, that, I mean, they could have kept most of it and just changed some of the dialogue. Mm. With the opening narration, they could have just gone, okay, millions of years ago, a meteorite landed in Wakanda, and these tribes warred over their great of the great power that it contained, and then. Wakanda closed its borders and, and nobody knows what's oh, okay, in there yeah. kind of thing. And then you don't know. And then you just cut to the same thing where there's like the caravan of slave trader trucks. They're driving along. All the power gets cut. Then Black Panther shows up and he beats them all up. And then... Then ma- you go to Wakanda? Yeah, then you go to Wakanda. But maybe you have him in like... You just put him in like something that looks like a Learjet or something. Yeah, right. And then by when it goes to Wakanda, then the hologram goes yeah. down and then you, and you see, see it. that it's incredible. I wonder even before they even go back there, you have the Andy Circus saying, oh no, there's more there than you think. Yeah, right. And if so then by the time you get there, you're like, what yeah. is actually because there? Because in, yeah. in the action sequence with the slave traders, he jumps out of a super high tech hover ship. He throws... 
EMP'd bombs on everything, the suit's indestructible, whatever. If you make it look as if he's just some guy prowling the yeah. the, the jungle. You could it could be like a phantom situation. Exactly. Whatever, and they're yeah. like, why you know, why did the why did the truck stop working? We don't know. And then he like takes them all down. I think that would be more interesting. I agree. But by the time you get to Wakanda, you're like, well, he's already got a holograph you know, he's already got this invisible high tech hover ship. And he's got all this super high technology, and he can fall a hundred feet without dying. Yeah. And blah blah blah. It's not that, you know. And I think I I got that sequence, and I took it with me, and I went, well, I don't know how good is this storytelling. I don't even know. Yeah, anything. right. So I don't know, mate. Well, that, that's just. I think me. I prefer your version, Mason. Thank you. I'm the Ryan Coogler of this podcast. Yes, you are. Thank you. What do you think? Have you seen all of his films? I haven't seen Fruitvale Station. It's really good. Is Michael B. Jordan in that as well? Yes, he is. Oh. Yeah, he's really great. Is he really buffing it? Because no, he's just regular. It doesn't play to that. I think. <laughs> it's interesting because it's a true story. Black And Panther. it's a horror... No, not that. Oh. The Fruitvale Station. And it's yeah. a, like the way that went down is like, how the fuck right. did this happen? But they also don't play the guy, the Michael B. Jordan character, as a hero. It's like he's kind of a bad guy. Oh, I see. You know, right. it's, real, it's really interesting. It's a yeah. really good film. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the meme bit. The what are those? Oh, sure, right. I think the reason they put but it people in... People can say that in real life. Yeah, but the way that's said, oh, I it's see. Like, it's, it's like it's a the meme. beef. But I think the reason they put it in is because this movie is probably set like two years ago. Oh, I see. In right. the time of that great meme, or whenever that meme came out. Okay. So it's it's so this is a, this is yet another of the Marvel movies that's in a slightly different. Yeah, because it's right after Civil War, oh, which yeah, means it's true. around the time of Spider-Man: Homecoming. But then again, yes, so I think Spider-Man: Homecoming said. Is set in 2017. Yeah, right. So maybe it is an old meme. Yeah. No, I may have just. I may be wrong. Yeah. Anyway, what else can we talk about this movie? We can talk about the post-credit scenes. Yeah. I thought the first one was pointless. Uh huh. And the second one was good, but I called it before. I mean, it wasn't like a massive. No, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I like that line. I did. A, I did an Easter egg video, Mason. You can oh, check like it out. It. I'll link it below. Oh. It's a, it's all about it. But there's a line that says an African. Uh, there's a pro. It says uh, the foolish build barriers and the wise, uh, sorry, and the wise build bridges, uh-huh. uh, which is well, I thought was a nod to like Trump and 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 all that kind of thing. Uh-huh. But apparently, and I still think it is. But apparently, it's an African proverb that uh, prob. Do I say proverb right, or do I say proverb? I said proverb. Yes. Okay, I did good. Yes. <laughs> uh, that Kugel's wife found out when they were working on it, so they wrote that stuff before oh, when okay. Obama was president. Right. But okay. Yeah. We didn't really talk about the action sequences. We didn't talk about all of them anyway. Would you want to talk about them? Uh, they're good. Let me think. Yeah. What about I the, one, the one in the casino? It was pretty good. I like that one. That's probably my good. favorite one. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, I really like the Dora Milaje. We haven't actually spoken about them have, at all. We haven't. That's true, yeah. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. And there's sequences in that that reminded me of the Praetorian Guard bit from The Last Jedi. Yeah, right. Okay. When there's six of them fighting Killmonger. Yeah, right. And there's moments like that where it's like he's bulletproof and he's a better fighter. Yeah. You know? uh-huh. so but they just, just have to get the necklace go. off. That's kind of yeah. the design flaw in the Black Panther suit, if you know it. Yeah. You just pull the necklace off. I thought that was, yeah, I thought that was great. Uh-huh. It's it's very bloodless because he cuts one of their throats. And nothing happens. There's a yeah, bit where true. the Black Panther gets stabbed in the shoulder. Yeah. And you, or the chest and you see it and it just looks like a just black face it's paint. Just scuff. Yeah, <laughs> just kind scuff. of, yeah. put, even though he got full on stabbed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but more of them, man. Like yeah. they're really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they could probably beat him up as well, which I <laughs> sure, like. Sure, yeah. Oh, they could absolutely beat yeah, him up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like the, the car chase we mentioned was pretty, pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, 
What do you What do you think about the idea of like the Kamoyo bead can remote control a car or whatever? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, they can do good. a bit of everything. Yeah, I liked the one thing I really liked about that chase sequence was that she's remote controlling a car from Wakanda and it's a little holographic thing. I like uh-huh. that. I thought that was really cool. That's good. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Just just about covers it. I was just thinking about Andy Circus doing fun Andy Circus stuff. Yeah, but I don't think there's any like amazing action sequences like really stand out no stuff. not yeah. really yeah but it's all better than a lot of other things that aren't as good that's very true isn't yeah it? objectively it. that cannot be false <laughs> what about did you like seeing bucky yes yeah yeah he looks good he looks good he's the white wolf which mm-hmm. is again i bring up my easter egg video mason feel free to check it out it's linked mm-hmm. below mm-hmm. but that's a different character mm-hmm. it's like a white guy who was raised by Raising Wakanda. Yeah, he was a white guy raised by white wolves. Oh. Yeah. Got a question here, though. Yes. I thought this would be interesting. This is from Giuseppe, and his Twitter handle is at I love Will Smith 9 <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Couldn't uh, get any of those first eight. Apparently not. Uh, Ring-a-ding-ding, I'll predict a thing. I bet you the soul stone is under the heart-shaped fruit that they gave to uh, that gave the fruit purple color and powers. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Also good movie outside of the wonky CGI. That could be true, yeah. I think the Soul Stone is almost certainly in Wakanda. Yeah, I would say, I th- and I think this is... this is. It may pop- have also been spoiled in a Lego set already. Yeah, probably. I think, yeah. the, I think the popular suggestion is that it's the centre of the meteorite. Yeah, right. That is in That has all the vibranium in it. Here's a question. Do, do you know... Does anybody... Has there ever been a story where they... Uh, explain where vibranium comes from in the in the comic book universe. I think it's a similar thing. Okay, yeah. I always thought it was just a naturally occurring element. It never occurred to me that it was just maybe it's been retconned re- to that. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. true. But isn't like Captain America's shield in the comics is a vibranium adamantium mix? Is that right? It's vibranium and something else. I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Wood. It's vibranium <laughs> and wood. Yeah. I think that's why though we're going to be getting the battle. In Wakanda in the next film. Yeah, And for I think sure. it'll yeah. be... Because this movie doesn't tie a lot into the outside universe. It feels yeah, right. very self-contained. There's elements that kind of reach out, yeah. but there's not a like, look, it's Thor. Like, there's none of, yeah, there's none right. of that. I think that's good. It's but fine. I think Infinity War is going to tie a lot into this. Yeah. And we see just from that sequence I think maybe alone. Captain America's shield in, in the movies isn't vibranium. No, it's it is. Some, is it? Yeah, because they, they mentioned that it's vibranium. Oh, okay, it's like right. the last of the vibranium. Oh, I see. Because right, remember, right. they go to, they offer him the shield. They're showing all the different shields, and he's like, what about this one? And they're like, you don't want that bulletproof, indestructible shield that returns to you like it's magic. Yeah, right. Here's something I made that's square and has guns on it. Oh, that's something. right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's like, no, right. you take the indestructible yeah, right. shield, uh-huh. idiot. Okay, yeah. But I think... The other reason I think it might be the soul, st- the soul stone would be there is because of what you mentioned about how the afterlife, and maybe that's what... Because we don't really get a sense of the afterlife in the Marvel universe. There's no. kind of there's the microverse and and whatever. But it would make sense that the reason the people in Wakanda can commune with the dead is because the whole thing is sitting on the soul stone. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it might be uh, you might say, uh, and I, and I think Infinity War is being set up for a series of small tragedies, right? Like with the Vision and Scarlet Witch. Yeah. I think it also might be. If Thanos takes the Soul Stone, then they can't communicate with their ancestors anymore. Right, okay. Like it might be something like that. I don't and know. he's only going to use it to shoot a blue laser or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> what a waste. <laughs> he's not going to communicate with any of his ancestors. That's something... He's going to look at it and his ancestors... Thanos' ancestors are communicating with him. You can see the Soul Stone blinking. And he's like, oh... Just turns it around, <laughs> and then like three hours later, he's like, "Ooh, sorry, missed it. Just, only just seen this now. Oh, sorry." 
Sorry. I'm looking forward to it. Infinity War showing the stones do different things because yeah. most of them, and there are exceptions, like one of them could change time, which yeah, is right. different, but most of them just shoot a big laser <laughs> right. or make a big explosion. Yeah, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like the, the one from the red one yes. from Thor yeah. Ragnarok and the purple one from Guardians. What's really the difference? There is between no those exactly two, thus you know? far. It's just if you drop it, you're all gonna die. <laughs> yeah, don't. don't just, just please don't, don't drop it. Yeah. yeah. But no, I think we're gonna get a lot of that in Avengers: Infinity War. Is it made you more kind of excited for Avengers: Infinity War and the characters are gonna bring into that? Because you see the Dora Milaje in that in that fight. You see yeah, Bucky. That's true. You see a bunch of other. Ca- you see Baku. You see a bunch of them in the background. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty good. Gonna make it interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had another thought, but it's gone, so don't even worry about it. I wasn't. All right, then. Everybody at home, don't worry about it either. Yeah, he's, right. he didn't look worried, to be honest. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good? Yeah. I got some, uh, while you think of that thought, I got oh, yeah. some re- reviews here from people that okay, you I'm want. Okay, ready. It's from Kendra. Just saw Black Panther and I loved it. Mm-hmm. I looked fantastic and had an amazing cast. I truly have no idea who's gonna, uh, who was going to live or die and it made more exciting than other Marvel movies. Did do a lot of killing. I mm, like that. Yeah. I really like Michael B. Jordan's death and how he st- stuck to his convictions. It was like, oh no, I'll die. You can just throw me in the ocean. Yeah, right. <laughs> I right. like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's from Adam. Saw Black Panther, really enjoyed it. I got some fun James Bond vibes. Yeah, there's definitely a bit of that. In the first half, and Michael B. Jordan was great. It was probably the best, uh, one of the best Marvel villains. But who knew Vibranium had so many medical uses? Yeah. What I think also, I, I, I think there's a question there is um, how is. Uh, how was the Wakanda stuff not going to be a game-breaking technology in the rest of the Marvel Universe? I don't think they're just going to give it out. No, exactly. Yeah. And I think it might be a case of... They could they could very easily rewrite it as, well, we can't give you this technology to heal any illness because if you if you take it too far out of Wakanda, it doesn't work. Okay, right, yeah. Because of proximity to vibranium or whatever. Whatever, yeah. It's fine. So it's, the furthest Captain America yeah. gets from there, the, the less bouncy yeah. his shield is. Do you think that it is... A lot of people have also said, do you think that Tony Stark in Infinity War is going to steal the nanite design for his suit? Oh, it's a very real possibility. I, I'm Potentially, but I also think... Because there's a line in Black Panther where Daniel Kaluuya's character says, the rest of the world is nearly catching up. Oh, right. I think maybe that's what he's yeah, referring to. Absolutely. I think there's a chance that after he sees this, he'll work some of it in. Yeah, right. Because it seems like a more primitive version. Like it, it, it like his from, version. Tony Stark's yes. version seems like from the tiny fraction of it we've seen in the last trailer. Yeah, it does. It, it seems to be like slower moving and yeah, more, it's more like panels unfolding. Yeah, right. Than, uh-huh. Yeah. I, I yeah no I don't disagree. There's with also that. been calls for Shuri, who's the the yes. cue of this movie. To maybe take over from Iron Man in like after Robert Downey Jr. I've got a time. question about that. Yeah. Oh, okay, go yeah. go for it. Sure, let me find it, okay. Mason. But in in the comic books, we have when Tony Stark died in inverted commas the last time. Yeah. Of the many times he's died and come back and been blown to pieces and come back or whatever. He's a hologram now or something. Yeah, or something. Uh, he was replaced by Riri Williams. Yes. Who is also an African woman. Yeah. Like a teenager who took on the name Ironheart and built her own, like a variety of Iron Man type suits. Yeah. Uh, I think it's probably, I think it would probably be a mistake to just go, okay, sure he can do that. Let's make her the next Iron Man. Cause that, like each, I don't think you should mash two characters together. Right. When you should just have. Bring in a new one. Bring in a new one. And also like the idea of Riri Williams is that she 
like the, the I like the the idea that Shuri is a genius and creates all this technology, but she also is backed by all the previous technology of Wakanda and all the right. resources. But what I like about Riri Williams is she's just a kind of a high school college student who who more Peter Parker esque. Yeah, who based yeah. on nothing just had the spark of genius and went, I can I can do this. Yeah. And just put it all together. Right. So I think if if you're gonna if you're gonna replace Iron Man New character. Also, Shuri becomes Black Panther at some point. So oh, maybe, okay, they'll, right. maybe they'll go in that direction. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they did merge them, though. Yeah, right. I think also, and people have mentioned this, I think there's a very good chance that Everett Ross, well, not a very good chance, there's a chance that Everett Ross will become the next Hulk. Yeah, right. The Red I think Hulk. We, I think we mentioned yeah, that we on the show. Yeah, Red it. Hulk could be good. Yeah. The letter was uh, Corey with the E. My wife had a theory that Shuri could end up replacing Tony and become a movie version of Ironheart. What do you think? Well, we just, we, if you were listening, if you could stop typing your email days ago for a goddamn second and listen to the podcast we were just doing, we just answered that, all right? But it's a good idea, but I think, again, I think if you, because that... Make, separate them. Look, I'm, I, in a lot of cases, I'm kind of happy to combine characters or merge them or whatever, or, you know, simplify backgrounds or whatever, but I think if, you, if, you, if you're talking representation, yeah. don't merge, create a new one. Purge. No, not no? that. Oh, okay. That's, no, that's the. I wasn't scourge. I, I wasn't trying to rhyme. Splurge. Oh, yeah, splurge on a new character. There we go. Yeah, there we go. yeah. <laughs> pretty good. Uh, what do we got here? It's from Daniel. Uh, Black Panther was enjoyable in acting, visuals, and music, but suffered from the tropes of being a Marvel introductory film, like Thor, Doctor Strange, etc. He's hoping they find a way to get Andy Serkis back. He was a highlight for me. Me too. Yeah, he's never coming uh, back. <laughs> Danielle says, really like Black Panther overall. Little light on action for my taste, but the characters in the story kept my attention. Would see again. Mm. Uh, Dennis says, I really like Black Panther and thought it was enjoyable, but I don't understand why people are calling it the best Marvel movie ever. That's Winter Soldier. Or that it revolutionized comic book movies. And Bryce says, hey, James, a.k.a. Mr. Sunday Movies. And oh, he's Mesa. got your number. He, knows. he knows. Just got back from Black Panther. It was good, but not phenomenal. Seemed to drag at the end of the second act. But all in all, not a bad movie. What did you think? Again, we just, for we just talked second, about we it. Just, oh, this is maddening. <laughs> Anything else? No, nah, that'll do it, I think. Pretty good, Mason. Yeah, I think so. And you know what it's time for now? Oh, what's it time for? It's time for our segment. Oh, yeah. Well, what we're what reading. reading. What we're going to read. Gonna but read. it's a listener segment as well. In a way, it is. That's I true. mean, it's mostly about shit that we've done. Yeah, that's true. I'm doing the thing. Last week I said I was going to watch the new Man from Earth movie. I didn't. Didn't oh, get around wow. to it. But what I did watch... Thanks for the update. No problem. Uh, your mate, uh, Trainspotting. Which oh, what do you think? Yeah, good. Trainspotting 2. No, the first one. You've never seen it? I've never seen it like as an adult. Really? Yeah. Like, what do you think? the full way through. I see why you like it now. It's great. It's good. I mean, yeah. it's real grim. It, I mean, it's 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 equal parts wha- real wacky and then... Very horrible, grim, horrible, horrible, horrible yeah. things. You yeah. know what's the sequel Also, now? they're so thin. They're so, they're so thin. thin and young. Yeah, I will, that's what I was going to say. I'm fine. I'll, yeah. I'll watch the sequel this week and see if it holds the same emotional resonance for me as it did for you. I like it. It won't. It's not as good. Okay. But it's, it's. Well, then I think it, I also think it'll be fine. It's better than it should be. I think. Yeah. You no, know, I really like it. But it, yeah. I mean, you can't. How are you going to make a film as good as Trainspotting twenty years on? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was fine. Uh, anyway, and also uh, in in uh, this is something I hadn't read before, and I've just bought them. I don't know if the sale will still be going on when this is released. But on Comixology, uh, the first three volumes of Ta-Nehisi Coates' Black Panther run 
like ah. Marvel run. They're all on sale. And they're really good. They're real good. That's what people tell me. A lot of influence in this movie as well. Apparently so, yeah. If you uh, watch my uh, my Easter egg video, Mason, yep. I make that comparison and probably butcher his name. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I read the, Thor- the Thrawn comic. Thrawn <laughs> issue number one. Hard to say. Yeah. Uh, easy to read. Hard to say. Uh, Thrawn is the blue-eyed alien man from Shadows, Star Wars. Shadows of the Empire? No, no, that's, that's Shizor or Zizor, oh, okay, right, depending right. on your personal okay. tastes. But no, he's from the um, the Thrawn trilogy. You know, the, oh, yeah. the ones after Return of the Jedi. Dark Force Rising. Uh, Air to the Empire. Yeah, those ones. So the other one. Yeah, those, the other one. Last Command. Last I know Command. them all. Yeah, you know them all. They're yeah. good. But they brought him back into the new canon, and this yeah, right. is his... There's a book, which I think this, this is, is based on. Yeah, okay. But this comic is really good. It's one of the okay. much better, like there's some kind of okay Star Wars books, but this is a really good one. So, Thrawn okay. issue number one. Is his origin exactly the same? I think it is. That's pretty close. No, from the previous. Yes. A lot of it's brought in, but I don't think it's exactly. Interesting. Our- is this the first time they've done that with a... with a- Brought in a new one. Brought in the same... Is this the first time they've brought in a a, a, a now non-canon character and brought Probably back to the canon? biggest one, but it's, okay. I don't think it's the first. Right. Because they brought back like Darth Bane and Mention and okay, a bunch right. of others... Uh, How interesting. I think so. But it's yeah. what is interesting, the Thrawn novel that the comic is based off is also written by Timothy Zahn, who wrote that trilogy. Oh, right. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. So if It's kind of interesting. Because I guess now that all the non-canon stuff is called Star Wars Legends. Mm. So if you go, well, maybe some of it happened and some of it didn't, yeah. and some of it maybe happened but not in the way it was told originally. Yeah. Like, uh, there's a way, there's ways you can work it in. Star Wars is interesting the way that they're... Star Wars is interesting. Sometimes it is. Sometimes yeah. it's bad. But <laughs> Star Wars is interesting in... It's different from the Marvel comics because you can translate something from the comics in, say, Marvel or DC and change a lot of it and people mm. don't seem to care. But people uh-huh. do really care about the Star Wars or seem to care yeah, right. more. I mean, I don't because a lot sure. of it's not good. Uh-huh. But my only point of contention is... If they're doing new stuff, like if they're doing a new sequel trilogy book, mm-hmm. it should probably be better than the Zahn one. Yeah, right. And I, I haven't read it, but I, as far as I know, <laughs> the stuff that they've written after that is not as good. Yeah, I see. Yeah. So I think if you're going to wipe it, you know, you probably want to make sure it's really good. But a lot of it is, a lot of it is yeah. good because a lot of the other uh, stuff is. Crap. Should they bring back Luke Skywalker? Yes, the clone of Luke Skywalker. And Luke, because there's another one with three years. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was an April Fool's thing, but nice. um, yeah. But anyway, we talk mm. about Star Wars too much as is, Mason. Yeah. You shouldn't have brought this up. Anyway, no one cares about your Thrawn comic. Oh, come on, mate. Anyway, this week I'll watch The New Man from Earth. Probably. Yeah, we'll see. We'll yeah, check in I'll next week on that one. I don't have a lot of time, you know what I mean? Do you have time to do the letters yeah, segment? Yeah, do letters then. The classic one was letters, oh letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a take away. We're going to hear right now, we're going to do letters. I hit myself in the ear doing a little dance when that happened. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I hope it didn't come through on the podcast. I hope it did. I'd, I'd hate to give it an air of unprofessionalism. Oh, I see. Now, we already did the letter from yep. Corey without the E about uh-huh. Shuri. Mm-hmm. But I've got another letter. If you do want to reach the show, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod, and you can send us a tweet. Mm-hmm. Or you can email Mason at weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. And he'll read out the best email of the week oh, that he found as the show is happening. Interesting. You got well, actually, I've got a whole bunch of emails this week because last week, the Venom teaser came out. Oh, yes! And uh, I asked the uh, the listeners, our, our great weekly wackadoos, maybe uh, show the trailer, because it's a trailer that, it's a teaser that ultimately revealed almost nothing. Uh, and I right. said, show it to somebody who's not into superhero movies, 
who uh, isn't clued into all this sort of stuff, have them watch it, ask them what it's about. Uh, look, answers were many and varied. Yes. But there was a lot of... I, a lot of people were like, maybe he's possessed oh, by yeah. a demon. I can say that. Which works. Yep. But it's sort of... If that's the angle they're going for of like, well, people are bored of superhero movies, so let's show them a movie where somebody's possessed by the devil. People are bored of movies yeah, where people are possessed about? by the devil yeah. as well. Um, exactly. We got a little bit of pushback, not a lot, because most people hate it, of, but it's just a teaser trailer. Yeah, but you should get some sense of what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. right. Because I don't think it pleases Venom fans, and if no. you don't know who Venom is, yep. what is it? What yeah. else you got? You got anything else? Uh, let's say, well, specifically, here's a couple. So Kevin Moyer said uh, he showed the Venom trailer his dad. Uh, he thinks that the movie's set in the future and scientists have found a way to enter the dreams of other people so that most of the action is going to take place inside Tom Hardy's mind while he's being observed in the hospital. Does he think That's, this is an Inception He thinks sequel? it's a sequel to Inception, yeah, okay. <laughs> I uh, can see that, though. Yeah. Uh, Ross McQueen said... Uh, I uh, showed it to my dad and he said some guy gets bit by a snake and turns into a superhero. <laughs> I don't know, some Marvel crap, they're all the same. So that's fair. Um, Alex Hill said... A snake or something. Yeah, crap. pretty good, right? Yeah. I didn't oh, see any snakes great. in the trailers. But you know what? Yeah. On a surface level, yeah. a lot of superhero movies are just something just that. like that. Exactly. This is, this is an insight into the genre that we love. Is if you show it to an external party, they're like, "This is just some garbage." What does he get bitten by a dog and he turns into a super dog? This is garbage. It's so stupid. What are you doing? Get a real job. Pay some taxes. Um, Alex Hill says I showed his girlfriend the Venom trailer. Uh, her comments are below. Oh, Tom Hardy, I like him. That's Great. Fair. Is this this means war too? <laughs> oh wait, it's one of those dumb movies you like. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, great. Pretty good. Uh, that's a live reaction. I yeah, love that's that. True. That's really good. I guess a lot of these are right in the sense of like, he is kind of being possessed by a demon. Yeah, in a way. Sorts, yeah, that's not you know, incorrect. So they got that across. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that was from Alex, newly single and from the UK. So that's pretty good. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's an assortment of letters about Venom. Wow. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. You got any tweets there? Uh, I do have one. Uh, this is from a Josh Joseph. Two first names. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, what do you guys think about comics changing uh, to match the movies, like Spider-Man getting organic webs in the early two thousands to match the movies? Often it's bad. Oh, it's often bad. Yeah, and it ties in and it ruins kind of the current run of whatever's happening. Somet- yeah, uh, I think sometimes. I mean, in in the past, it's worked, and I wonder. But, but like, for example, nineteen eighty nine's Batman. Uh, as an example, you know, prior to that, Batman in the comic books, his costume was light grey and like a cornflower blue. Oh, yeah. Know? And then... Even in the grimmest of tales. In the grimmest of tales, he had like the colourful blue and grey costume. That's and true. then when he became all black in the movies, then it, the costume has sort of rapidly darkened down and now it's kind of cool and grim. But I guess was was the costume going that way anyway? Potentially, yeah. Maybe, but I mean, it 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 was it it had been that way since the sixties. Black, so. like jet black, doesn't play in comics, comics either. Books, really, so yeah, it's that's just true. to be. A- I think they went. He he started this costume started going grayer and grayer, and the the cape got black. And then I think well, it was briefly all black, but it didn't work, and so they lined. What it is up he in Justice League of America? The that comic that you love with the Martians and he's isn't it black he, in that. Yeah, he's he's dark gray and black. Yeah. Is he? I'm going to check that out. Okay, you should. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, I think, because, um, yeah, they gave Spider-Man organic web shooters because he was poisoned because the spider venom was killing him. 
and then he turned into a cocoon. Yeah, he communed with some sort of spider mm. spirit. And then he turned into a giant spider. spider. But and then, then he gave he, birth to, to himself. himself. And he had organic web he shooters. He had organic web shooters and he could also... He had a pincer or something? A bite or a sting? He had a sting maybe and he could also communicate with spiders. Right. Like he could command spiders. And they just very quickly removed yeah. that. But they gave the sting to Miles Morales. He's got a bit of that. Oh, I see, right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, much later, obviously. Yeah. Mostly it doesn't work. And then a lot of the time it's reverted back. <laughs> yes. Uh... Yeah, I think it's... It's also a good indicator of whether or not the movie worked. Yeah, right. I, I, as an example, I think of uh, Steel, the movie Steel. It's a good movie. Because in in Steel's original incarnation, he had like the big Superman S and he was much more of a Superman S character and he was like... But he was like a you know, super genius weapons designer kind of character. Then the movie Steel came out. He didn't have the S. Oh, and then, actually then he was he was rebooted slightly when he got his own series. He lost the S on the chest. Because his own man. Because he was his own man. But then when the movie Steel came out, they were like, oh, let's make him more yeah, like Superman let's not again. Do this. Let's, yeah. let's really bring that S back. And that's really... Because, he, you know, he wasn't... He was all, he was a weapons designer in that movie, but he wasn't. He was played by Shaq. Yes, he was. And I think yeah. Then they went. Okay, let's just. Well, we did a caravan of garbage. We did a caravan of garbage in that one. Yeah. And you didn't movie, hate it as much. I didn't as... hate it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I mean, it's bad. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it's no worse than any other movie that came, any other superhero movie that came out in that era. It's worse than some of them. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, can you think of any other examples? Mm, let me think. I know when they did the Amazing Spider-Man. Two, I think they brought back Peter Parker because he was Doc Ock. I think they brought him back. It was like they did a new issue. Oh, one. I see. Right, all right, right, right. And that was a really good run, but maybe yep. it was reaching its natural conclusion. I wonder though, by doing this, are you are you alienating comic book fans, or are you? But are the numbers of people who then jump on board comics increase? Do they increase? Yeah, good question. But I think. I know this is what I do, and maybe not everybody I does think maybe, this. I think maybe on a monthly, like on a, a one month at a time basis. Like yeah. I think a lot of people are going to jump on board Black Panther comic books. Yes. Because of this movie, but how yeah. many of them will stick around? But I think a lot of people, what I do when a new movie come, comes out based on a property or a particular story arc, I read that story arc. Yep. I don't go, what's the new one? I'm, I'm like, give me the good one. Yeah, right. I'll read sure. the best version of this. Uh-huh. So I think that's probably smarter than just changing it to be like the movies. But also, I think it's also... Comics and movies are shifting because movies are all are a lot closer to comics than they used to be. Yes, so that's true. Is, yeah, because I know the X Men they changed into black costumes. Yes, and then they that didn't last super long though, did it? No, from memory. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know where I was. Yeah, going. I think well, mm. neither do I. But I think uh, I think that happened a lot in the past. But I think maybe now it's more a case of. Because the because because movie studios are more willing to go okay in the comic books they were wearing bright yellow costumes and whatever let's mm. just do that in the movies because that's what that works now and people are people are used to it and they can accept it now yeah so there's there's less of an issue these days I think sure yeah and that's the tooth that is the yeah. tooth. Yeah, is that's that it? Cool. I think so. I think, yeah, let's bloody wrap it up, Mason. Nice, okay. Look, uh, you can contact us at Weekly Planet Pod on Facebook and Gmail and Twitter and Bandcamp. Uh, I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies. Thank you to everybody for listening. I should. I'm putting that earlier in the in the in the Good plugs idea. at the end now. And if you want to throw us a review, that would that be would be great, super cool. If it's a good review, if it's not, not interested. Quite frankly, no, we don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you like the podcast, tell your friends. If you didn't like it, tell your enemies. What about, <laughs> what about that? That's the thing. Especially if they're comic book fans, because yeah. I probably need to get more out of it. Probably get more out of yeah. it. If, I mean, if if they're like fishing fans or something, they'd probably 
listen to two minutes and turn it yeah, off. Yeah, they'll probably listen to Carp monthly or some shit. Is that a monthly podcast about Carp? Did I fucking start it? Yes. <laughs> Good. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Movies. If yep. you want to chuck in a buck, chuck in a buck. that'd be terrific. We'd really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can go through our Amazon affiliate link. You can click through and uh, buy your normal Amazon shop and uh, we get a kickback. Yeah. Speaking of, I believe that uh, the Black Panther stuff is also on sale on Kindle. So if you want to go through oh, there okay. and buy through that, you can uh, get a, get yourself a bargain. I don't have a Kindle. The Kindles do like comicsology. Yes. Really? It's all linked in a way that I don't entirely understand, but I think you can... Because I wouldn't mind getting something that's separate from my phone. Oh, yeah, you can, get comics, better... on, you can get comics on. Because I know that Kindle, Kindle yeah. Claire has is like black and white and it looks like it's just filled with sand, like an Etch-A-Sketch or some for shit. For sure, yeah. But I wouldn't mind like something that's just for reading. So Because if I'm on my phone, I'm like, maybe I'll check Facebook. And then I go there and I'm like, I hate everybody on here. <laughs> Why did I check Facebook? <laughs> now I'm being manipulated by the Kremlin. Yes, yeah, sorry, I, I just read a YouTube comment that's wrong. I'm being corrected, but it's wrong. What does it you say? You missed Denzel, Wa- Denzel Whitaker played the younger version of his father, Forrest Whitaker. It's not his son. They've got the same last name, but they're not <laughs> oh, related. Oh, it's just a coincidence, yeah. right? Okay. They're not related. I was going to say, uh, the, the, the younger, they, they really nailed the younger versions they did. of the characters. Well, this is in my Easter egg video, but the, the young T'Chaka is the son of that actor. That's pretty cool. And he looks also like... The, what's his name? The Black Panther actor. What's his name? What's his Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, don't you reckon? Yeah, he does, yeah. Oh, man. Crazy. Pretty good. Yeah. What else? Oh, yeah. Oh, we're in the middle of plugs. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what else do we normally say? We've got some t-shirts on tpublic.com. Uh, love seeing those weekly planet tees in the wild. Yep. Go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates on on Facebook yeah. if you want to join that group. We're up to like 7,000 really something cool. members. And it's not inundated with posts every 10 seconds. Because it is being monitored by the great Andrew Levins. That's right. And, and the, the great, great Robert Collins. Collins. Yes. He's at the Weekly Planet on and Twitter. And does fantastic say work. Mm. Say hi to him. Just be like, hey, you do good work. Because he does. That's right. He does the website, planetbroadcasting.com, where everything is compiled. Sign up for the newsletter. Yeah, please. That's everything, I think. That's Thank everything. you, The Brute and The Basilisk, and Rackham for all our many great themes. You've got suggestions for episodes. Let we us know. We don't know what we're doing next week, so. We don't know, because all the blockbusters are done for a little bit. Maybe we should take a day off, week off. Do you want to take no, a week off? No, listen, don't do that. I get real antsy whenever we take a week off. Okay, when we took the weeks off earlier this year, I'm like, two weeks off is too many weeks off. I don't like this at all. It's unpleasant. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, uh, yeah that's it. Thanks nice. for listening, guys. Grab that gem, you guys. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.